Welcome to D-Comedy, our rewatch, review, whatever you want to call it podcast. This month, your D-Commentators are me, Lucas. And me, Emma. And we are here today to celebrate a truly momentous occasion. Truly momentous. Truly momentous. We've been doing so this... So momentous, Luke can't even say I that. I did mess up the word momentous, Emma. Thank you for calling attention to it. We've been doing this now for five years. I think that means we've got some skin in the game at this point. But this month, our skin has spots because we are reviewing the Disney Channel classic... The Cheetah Girls. The Cheetah Girls. I will admit, I don't know. Growl power, baby. I, Growl I, power. It's Cheetah-licious, Emma. Just want to remind everyone to the uh, audience at home, um, Luke is a man and he has no opinions on this movie. And if he does, they are all wrong. So when I say that I thought this was a really good movie, it's a wrong opinion? You are allowed that opinion. I, okay, great. Um, I will decide what opinions are allowed and which ones are null and void. Uh, no, so yeah, we're watching Cheetah Girls, so, a film that I believe is close to both me and Emma's hearts very much. Although I will say that definitely almost assuredly a little bit closer to Emma's heart. Very and, As we discussed on, I think, some of our earlier episodes, Emma was in a full-on Cheetah Girls cover band, in a sense. It was a tribute band. <laughs> a tribute I would band. say it was a tribute Excuse band. Me. Keep in mind, I just want for background before we dive into this flick, um, I don't think we have any Disney Channel news, because I'm in it already. I'm we not actually backing have, out. We do have one bit of Disney Channel news. I normally don't like doing it during anniversary episodes, but we did screw this up really bad, is that there was a whole ass new Disney Channel original movie that came out. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, it's called Upside Down Magic, and Disney Channel didn't tweet about it, like, at all, so how was I supposed to know? That sounds like it's going to be a pile of rat, wet garbage, and I know, actually, hide it from like, us. No, it looks kind of interesting, but I just, I don't know why. You don't like how they, when no people promotion. release things quietly? Yeah, like I know. But like a silent fart, they don't want it to get out? The summaries I read seemed fine, but shout out to at RebbySetGo on Twitter for uh, letting me know that I had missed that a whole ass new movie came out. But yeah, that happened. Watch it. Maybe it's good, but we'll watch it eventually. I'll be the but judge of that. None of that matters. We need to talk about the Cheetah Girls. For background, I was obsessed with the Cheetah Girls as a child. and Almost I to an unhealthy degree. I was obsessed and went through a big Cheetah Girls phase. And by that I mean I read many of the books that mm-hmm. this movie and these characters are based on. It's like a very extensive book series. I think I looked, I googled on the wiki that there are 16 books. I probably read around... There's 16 I books? probably read around like 8 of those. It's about like, half. About half. I then I probably aged out of it, but I was very mm. into it. Me and my best friend Ashley, we got a lot of cheetah clothes for, that we stole from our mom's closets, and we would record mm-hmm. as a Cheetah Girls tribute band onto cassette tapes, and then also perform yes. for our families and our brothers. But yeah, who mostly actively us. asked us not to. Yes, um, I mean, because, including because, because during the, the Super Bowl is. halftime show. Instead of them watching the <laughs> actual Super Bowl halftime show, we made them watch our Cheetah oh, Girls tribute God, band. Yeah. We used to write songs in our notebook. We thought we are Galleria Garibaldi and Chuchi, I don't know her last name, Adrian Balon. Don't like, don't ask me. But yeah, so the thing about our friend Ashley, who was on our Lizzie McGuire episode, is that she had two younger brothers who I was close friends, so we'd all get together and be excited to hang out. Then Emma and Ashley would always drag us into whatever bullshit they were into that Gotta month. get those ducats, baby. <laughs> Buckets of ducats. Buckets of ducats. We're gonna make it big with our cassette tape music. Oh, career. God, okay. Yes. So, but by Emma saying she went through a Cheetah Girls phase, I'm going to try to say as ancillarily, I also kind of went through a Cheetah Girls phase, and that I was... 
<laughs> required to have a front row seat to hers. I do want to just for our younger listeners, I know there is some younger people here. I was alive at a time when CDs existed. It wasn't like cassette tapes were our only form. Mm-hmm. Our parents just didn't believe in us so much. They didn't want to waste CDs on us. They gave us a <laughs> shitty cassette tape and said, I guess if you must. If and you then must. We I'm putting the least amount of risk yeah. into this venture. Exactly. No monetary risk was taken. CDs were a precious currency back then. Yeah. Um. So let's get into it. Yeah. And well, I was going to say, I feel like I've asked you this before and we never really follow through on it but would you like to cover like handle the going over the plot yeah i think I mean, you're going to cover it better than i will. i watched it and i was like i didn't need to rewatch this yeah, movie i knew like, every I beat think, of it i just think you'll cover it better. so emma why don't you set the scene so i set the scene in new york new is york this shot in real new york it looks i think it is i think maybe, parts of it i don't know it's hard, toronto hard at least to it's, it's not a set it's a city they are somewhere on location. I mean, especially I, during I think that the scene, climax had to be on set. Especially at the scene with the the in front of the storefront with them. That that was a real street. Storefronts where they're dancing. I'm glad I'm oh. going over the plot, folks. Because yeah, Luke yeah, does yeah, not yeah, remember. Wait, 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 wait. There's I'm just saying there's scenes that they're walking down streets that are very real city streets, and they they could be New York or they could be Toronto or they could be Barcelona. Gotham, no, no, wait, that's the second one. But they are not a set like no. where there's cars coming. And if it is, they did a great job of hiding it. So we open on a children's birthday party at a very mm. beautiful venue. Um, and the Cheetah Girls are performing, and I, my first note was that I saw the Cheetah Girls, who are, they're performing the, together we can shoot the moon, stop the rain, even run a hurricane, I'm which a, I wrote I'm down a... is a low-tier song of theirs. Like, that's not even, like, a single, and it's a fucking it's smash. A great, it's a great song. It's an ass It's smash. a great song. Also, audience, I will promise you I will try and limit the amount Emma sings um, in this episode. You have no idea how I can fly. <laughs> Absolutely none. Um, but I did look at all of them, so we have Garavia, Gallery. Nope. Garibaldi, which I'm going to mess up multiple times. It's Raven Simone. Raven. So Raven is Gabriella Garibaldi, the leader. Galleria. I said Galleria. No, you said Gabriella. (laughs) I can't do it. Like the mall. That's why she's named after the mall. They said that in the books. Okay. Um, Was she conceived in the mall? Um, Probably. Those (laughs) parents were fucking everywhere. Those parents, we'll get to it later. Continue. But then there is Adrian Bayon, who is... I don't Chanel? I feel like you're not saying that <laughs> right. That's our actual. You don't pronounce the L. Bayon? There's no way you pronounce the I L. I don't know any better, so I'm just glad you continue um, to go. Adrian Bayon is how I said it when I was 12, but I feel like that's not correct. No. Um, but she is Chanel. What is her last name? I don't uh, know Chanel. That. They call her Chuchi. Um, Chuchi Frida in the book. She had like a bunch of really cute nicknames. What um, did they call her in Simone again? Bubbles. Bubbles. Not not a play on anything there. Um, but that's um, Adrian Bailon. And then um, there's Keely Williams is Aqua, mm-hmm. which is short for Aquanet, which like the hairspray. These names it's are, a hairspray. It they a hairspray. are amazing. Um, and I just had the note worried about Keely Williams. Um, she recently did, did make waves on social media for being like, please watch Cheetah Girls on Disney Plus. Need those checks. Like, <laughs> sense of humor about it. Yeah. But she I mean, needs those checks. So yeah, give her the checks. Like, I get it. Also, just up top, I'm going to say it's about Keely. She is the one who gets the biggest shafting in this movie. Yeah, she gets no plot. She gets like nothing about her is important and it's really a shame. But she's great. She's, she's great. Everyone, all keep of these in guys. mind these guys are all 
acting on a tier that is above anything I've seen in the past year for this podcast. Uh, <laughs> not like real movies, but um, then... I don't the, know. Where is their Oscar, Emma? Are you saying I, they don't deserve yeah, Oscar? Yeah, where is their Oscar? I would... That scene that Adrian does, that Chanel does with her mom, that was Oscar worthy. Yeah, we'll get there. Um, then we have Sabrina Bryan, who is playing Dorinda mm-hmm. Doe, um, who deer. is the dancer of the group. Um, and they're all performing at this children's birthday party. And oh no... There's some kinks. Do they also ever say what child this party is for? Like, No, I don't know. I think they were hired. Because Chanel has a little brother, and it's not performing for his birthday party. I wasn't paying attention enough to the kids in the audience to see if he was in the audience, so I do not know. I just want to know how they got this gig. Like, it's a weird gig. But yeah, at Tim's point, they're doing this song and dance, and then they just, I think Dorinda maybe slips or something, and it sets off a whole... And, or no, no, no. Aqua's cowgirl boot, because she's always wearing cowgirl boots. Because she's from Texas. Gets stuck in, like, a floorboard situation on a deck she's then mm, stuck so it. then she's in the way so then Dorinda does an aerial and she runs into them and that's a, like a four cheetah pile up in the middle of their performance so things don't go that well but then oh wait also quick note something that is brought up in this scene after they're done singing where they talk about that they're the first freshman in high school I want you to point out that all of the women we just listed are supposed to be 13 to 14 year olds are they supposed to be if you're a freshman in high school, you're a 13 no, or 14. No, you're 14 or 15. Depends on when your birthday is. So it's feasible that they're 13, but it's more likely they're 14, 15. I'll give you that. Anyway, so they end their performance. And they all go over to chat and talk about the... They're kind of down on themselves, but also like... Because they, they were getting laughed at. Because they are getting laughed at by children. Yes. But also like just to call out during that performance, like they... This group has choreo. Like, they're oh, not just yes. standing up there. They are doing all of the dancing. And for background, I did this research. Two of them, Adrian and Keely Williams, were part of a girl group called 3LW, which stands for Three Little Women. So they were, like, real girl group singers, dancers. That was mm-hmm. a whole thing. They had a bunch of songs. Triple Threat. Triple Threat. And then Sabrina, who plays Dorinda, was a, she was a dancer. This thing was, like, her first name. But she's, like, a really, actually, like, legitimately good dancer. Raven is, like, the person that they, like, toss in there for the star power. But guys... She's dancing. She's she, keeping she up with these moves. She does good. She does great. She's got it. Mm-hmm. And then I literally like kept remembering things as this conversation was going on. As I said, like continually more deranged things to each other mm-hmm. in this conversation. I remember Aqua's like one personality trait. She's from Texas. And she does say something as, I take a whacking and I keep on smacking. Yeah. She's, I'm sure she, yeah. Like this is probably the most... The biggest, like, weird takeaway about watching this movie as an adult is some of the things they just have these girls say. It's like they were, they were all trying to make catchphrases, but they never repeated yeah, the like, same crazy catchphrase Yeah, like, you can just imagine everyone on a t-shirt. Yes. We'll get to my favorite slash the worst one later when Raven Simone's talking to her parents. Um, but no, so... You kind of are seeing this moment that Galleria Raven is like the leader of the group. She's like, "Hey, you hit that high C, Chanel, yeah. and look She's at trying to pick you, her friends you up. kept on going." And she was like, "I take a smacking and I take a whacking and I keep on smacking." But I said, "I'm buying whatever Raven's selling." Mm-hmm. She inspired me to ki- take yeah, a whacking the, and keep on smacking. I would say smacking. all of the girls. You can just tell they have chemistry with each other right off of the bat. And like then they were also like worried about the talent show that's coming up with their Manhattan Magnet High School because like that performance didn't go well like maybe we're not ready for the talent show we're just freshmen and I said to Luke they go to a performing arts arts high school and Luke doubted me the entire movie but it is a performing arts it can't be a performing Luke is very upset about it. I'll get to the line that makes it insane that like it would make 
Because they say that they want to do this talent show, and it's like the gateway to fame and startup and success and all this stuff. And I was like, and Luke was like, what? Like, yeah. wow. he's like, why are all these people winning this talent show and becoming real life famous? And I was like, it's a performing arts art high school. And I said, okay, that makes sense. Until then, the movie slapped me in the face and yes. was like, no, it can't be. But we'll get there in a minute. Also, so I'm buying whatever Raven's selling at this point. She's building them all up, saying, we got this, we got the talent show. Mm-hmm. And also, like, Adrian Phelan's amazing. She goes, I'm not trying to get crunched like corn chips. I was like, that is a insane line. And she delivered it great yeah, I that's, believed that's, it that's what I'm saying they have such great chemistry and timing with each other Raven Adrian has- and Raven for not mm-hmm. being like I thought like Keely and Adrian one because they came with three other they have incredible chemistry the scenes with them are mm-hmm. so good Absolutely. I believe they are best friends their entire lives it is adorable Raven I guess is ostensibly the main character I think it's either her or Adrian they have like kind of equal screen time but more I think goes towards Raven and her character and development and I'm so glad they finally let Raven Simone lead Disney Channel World's movie instead of being the best uh, friend because she's just killing it 24 so 7 I don't even know what happens next I'm not going to be good at this guy yeah you, this, is, this is what happened when we did get a clue and you're like yes I absolutely want to cover all the details is that you just like you're, I you're, can't you, know, you can't get there so they all walk home and we set up as we said, Kelly Williams gets snubbed. We set up her arc, which is she doesn't like to take the subway. She's scared of the subway. She's scared of the subway. She's from Texas, y'all. Yeah, and well, she's also really smart. She has like a pre-algebra class she's got to get to, but we won't hear about any of that. You that can, I remember that from the books because you you blink and you miss that line. She's mm-hmm. like, I got my college at NYU or whatever my algebra, and then there's a throwaway line where Chanel goes, Brainiac or mm-hmm. Einsteinet calls her something like that, it and I was like, she's been, like freaky smart. And it would have been really easy to give her a plot line about how her grades were suffering from being Chia girl and, and like having to choose and balance that in her life. Also, but, it's crazy that she's that smart instead of performing arts high school. Yes, but okay. But the hump she has to get over is riding the subway, as we'll see later. Dorinda's got to go because she has a dance class that she has. To to take Chanel and Gabriella go up to a, mu- a music store and they see the hot new release from some artist whose name I, I will never remember. And then they just start dancing. They break front. out a full. Now I remember what you were talking about. This is what I was yes. talking about. And they break out in a full choreographed dance and like onlookers come around and just start clapping. And because it's good, Luke. It's they good. They do great. It is good. But here's the thing, everybody, is that this is where I realized that this film takes place in a strange alternate reality where when you start performing, everyone is just enraptured. You don't need an amplification system of any no. any kind. Just once you decide to start breaking it down, everyone around you is like, oh, let's break it down and just watch and clap. That's and the like growl it. That's, power of it That's all. the growl power, ladies. So I also, this is where you get a, a big thing with, um, this is where you get the foundation of the gallery-ish now relationship. They're walking mm-hmm. and they're like divas and diapers. Um, it's been on since day one and you know they you can kind of I think it's Chanel that goes I wish it was still just us you know we were always a duo performing you can I remember from the books that their moms were friends I think because the moms were both models Mm -hmm. so they did grow up together and then they have recently very recently it seems like added Aqua and Dorinda to the group. Yeah, there's and, a lot of subtext of stuff that, for you to pick up on. I know, but and if you read the book, you get it. I had there. the book <laughs> up here, and that I read when I was 12. And um, they, I think they already had ration, like rationalized. She, yeah, but like Aqua's harmonies, and like she's amazing. And Dorinda's an amazing Dorinda dancer. Dorinda can dance. We needed them. We're like a real group, girl group now. And then they're talking about their dreams. They want to make it big and like mm-hmm. blah, 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 be rich. And then there's a little joke about Prada. Oh, nah, 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 nah. It makes no sense. I don't understand that the punchline. That made no sense coming out of your mouth. You just said Prada. Nah, 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 nah. No, that's literally what they say to each other. It's like Prada or nah, 
and they both like cackle and scream and I didn't get the they joke. They do cackle. They and actually I, cackle. And I don't didn't get the joke but I was like, I laughed too. I was like, they're and so happy. I, and then they sold a million t-shirts said Prada or Nada and Cheetah Girls. And I was like, I love this. I, I love them. I don't need to get the joke to know what's funny because they have just convinced me with their acting that it is funny. And then, smash cut as they're talking about how they need to like pull themselves up and like make it big. We go to Galleria's house which is essentially beautiful. a beautiful mm. brownstone on the Upper West Side. Like, yep. it is a large mansion of a home in New York City. Um, so I don't really understand, like, why she's acting like this is going to be a real Cinderella story. Um, I mean, I, she's very talented, and I mm -hmm. deserve, she believes, fame. But it's just so interesting that so much of it is focused on, like, the fortune and the butlers when they seem to be living Pretty a bad. very comfortable life. Yes, but who really deserves the fortune and the fame is the best character in the entire film. Oh, Dorothea. No. No. Toto, her pet dog. No. This dog came on screen, and I will admit, I'm more of a cat person, but I looked at this dog, twirl around, and bark, and I was like, and I just went, that's a quality dog. It's a that quality dog. dog. And she, Raven does a lot of dog work. She's she got does. a treat in her hand a lot yeah, of times. Yeah, it's very obvious that it's a trained dog, and she's handing her treats, but it works, damn it. It works. Love but dog. To Emma's I point, forgot how much of a role the dog had. Absolutely. Had. But also, to Emma's point, yes, the standout character who I did not expect to be like... And also the most beautiful woman I've ever laid my eyes on. Outstanding is Dorothea, her mother, who is just in every scene giving it 100 goddamn giving it, percent. Giving the performance 100%. Her hair is done to, for the gods. Her <laughs> outfits are on point. I Luke can attest, we watch it together mm -hmm. every time she walked in, I was like, God, she looks amazing. She's just great. She's always in like a sleek black like dress or like a neutral color with like just like one pop of like an accent like a cheetah scarf or a great belt and her makeup is always fucking her face is beat it be at 9 a.m or 1 in the morning that woman <laughs> comes into Gall galleria's bedroom looking like she's about to go to a fucking movie premiere and i have a theory as to why and we'll talk we'll about it in a second i know but why. she walks in and the mom's like hey idiot um, I'm. A, she's also like a what is it, like a clothing designer, clothing but like designer. a personal clothing designer, where she like designs outfits for like people to walk on the runway or something like that. She's like, you didn't tell me that uh, this lady wanted to reschedule, or I needed to re. No, 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 no that's what I was. You didn't tell her that I needed to reschedule her appointment today, and she called me and was all mad. And, and like, Galleria... This bit made me laugh. It did. It was just if insane. If anyone else did it, but when Raven... I also, guys, I grew up when That So Raven was, like, huge. I thought That So Raven was, like... And I still think it's, like, the funniest Disney Channel show of all time. Like, her comedic timing is off the charts. I think it is the funniest show ever on Disney Channel. She is a comedic superstar. And when she does this, it is so dumb, but I truly laugh. Where she's like... Oh, and she looks at the note, and what she's done doesn't really make any sense. No. And she goes, "It's because I was working on a new flavor, kind of a, a Jamaican, new character, new character for the girls, and a, kind of a Jamaican vibe." Because like she's the songwriter of the group, she's coming up mm -hmm. with the group's like looks and their songs, and, that. and so I forget the part name of the person, but it's like Sunderhain will miss Saturday, call her back so she can reset. So it's that sort of a reggae, and I don't like that. I just did she, that. So, I, yeah, <laughs> no, I was, I was gonna, yeah. But she somehow managed to write out the words in an accent. That's what that I don't understand. That's well, I don't I... understand why any person would be like, oh, I'm doing this accent. Now I got to make Go nonsense. Like, why can't she couldn't? She just, I don't know. I don't know. But I thought it was funny because Raven is funny. It, it, it's, 
I was immediately like, what is going on? I said I said this, two things about her, I had notes. Um, throughout this movie, she wears these hoops that are in this shape of stars, Galleria does, and I wanted them so badly as a child. I was not allowed to wear hoops that large, and I also probably didn't have my ears pierced. I was legitimately 11 or 12, but I love them so much, and she wears them throughout the movie, and they're fantastic. I also just said she is legitimately, like, I mean, still, but, like, in this movie, so beautiful. Like, her skin is stunning her i like i like just haven't seen her on my screen in so long i'm like god raven is so beautiful and also just like i wrote down like has legit comedy chops Mm -hmm. like she's like like that of like other people of that era who i like both of them should have become comedy superstars but like amanda vines like they both had like big real comedy chops Mm -hmm. like were very funny and it's like when you look and you're like oh shit she is so funny like she's basically almost putting on a one woman show in this scene like her parents are just there to give her things to go off of but she she has such energy that she's just like oh I was doing this and just everywhere and it's working somehow but yeah so she let her mom down and her mom's pissed about that and then her dad comes in who's an Italian man and yes Galleria Garibaldi is half black half Italian I want to make sure the folks at home know this and that is this I remember when this movie came out I was excited for it because I had read the book it has a very pretty accurate to book casting like Mm -hmm. aqua is black and tall and from texas and i don't know if she had the gap in her tooth but keely williams has a little gap the one thing that's different is dorinda in the books is half black and half white but still has the same backstory that we will get to later um in the books galleria is half black and half italian her dad is also a goddamn hero of this this narrative he is a chef or caterer or we didn't oh and I forgot to say I I did also really appreciate the casting of Raven in this role because I loved Galleria in the books and she was always described as being a little bit more full figured being curvier and I think Raven is that and I love seeing that in movies and I love having her be the main character and the fucking romantic lead because she's fucking hot so I just wanted to get that out there right now snaps for sure amazing so the dad is like a chef caterer and he's like did you get the Noki or something. I forget what she forgot to pick up. I don't remember what it was. She forgot to pick something up for him, and they're like, listen, Raven, that what? No, that whatever. You can't keep dropping the ball like this. You know, I'm, we're worried you're getting too wrapped up in the Cheetah Girls. And she's like, well, I'm just, we're ramping up right now because we have the talent show coming up and we have to audition. And I was like, you got a freaking audition to be in the talent show? Yeah. Like, it's not even And just I said, sign it's a performing thing. arts high school. And then they're but like... But then when you see the other acts, I'm a little dubious yeah, of this audition process. Yeah, we'll get there. And then she's like... And they're like, it's just a talent show, honey, and you're just a freshman. And they're just like, yes, but everyone who's won this talent show and she lists off a bunch of fake celebrities, they've all... Jackal could, Jackson? No, yeah, they've all won. And then as part of when you get to Is record... Is Jackal Johnson? Jackal Johnson. We've been over this many I'm times. I'm going to call him so Jackal Jackson. It's Jackal Johnson. They couldn't go that far. But and that's their biggest mistake. When you win the talent show, you get to record a demo, and then, like... Everyone who wants to tell the show becomes a superstar, essentially. Basically. It's Basically. a very... And also, I will say that about the parents, because I am I I love Dorothea and the dad, who I forget his name, but, like, I have an affection for them and their knowledge and their wisdom that they're trying to give their children, but also, like, this isn't me with a cassette tape in Joliet, Illinois. They, like, it is a pretty, like, three-step process to what seems like fame and fortune, mm-hmm. and they're kind of acting like this is a real long shot of a dream, and I'm like, it's closer to them than it is to many, many children. For sure. And 
And I think, but I think as the movie goes on, I think I actually really like the way that they have the parents handle it. Because they're not like other parents where they're just like, I don't understand your dream and that means it's stupid. But they're like, listen, we want to help you, but we're just a little concerned about where this path might lead. And I think it works a lot better. But definitely in this scene, they're just like, I don't know about this singing that we're sending you to yeah, the performing that, arts high school. Yeah, this scene is about. kind of what I'm talking about, where yeah. it's like, well, the plan thing that she laid out, it seems very, very kind of like a good road to go down if you're very mm-hmm. talented. I, I mean, it's not like me trying to ship a cassette tape to Universal Music Group, which I'm not saying I did or did not. <laughs> but here's the thing. This is when she mm-hmm. is doing a one-woman show. Yes. Like, this is an off And she gives my favorite phrase in the whole film. Where she says, we're going to need buckets to bring in these ducats. Yeah, we're going to have buckets of ducats. Which... <laughs> no, it's buckets to bring sure. in the ducats. Which I think she's trying to say ducat, which is like an old-timey... No, currency? I think ducats is just money. I think you're but, thinking way too deep sure, into this. I think that's just early 2000s slang. Maybe. I don't know what a ducat is. But the point is, is she's like, listen, I know I've been flaky, but I'm working really hard at a thing I love. You gotta roll with me on this one. And they're like... We're skeptical, but sure. But we are, to but get we your are. chores done. You go get the things we need. We're going to stay here and have sex. What? No, These never mind. These two people have... are boning every single night. They, what is his name? I, I don't care. Because here's the thing. I'm like, I was going to bring this up when you said you couldn't remember his name. Men in this movie don't matter. Yeah, that's true. They do not matter. This is a movie that is all about girl power and I'm here for it. And it works perfectly. Much like if, this podcast. If they, okay. <laughs> if they had covered up every man with just a cardboard cutout, I would, the movie would lose nothing. Lose absolutely nothing. If, absolutely if nothing. every single man had all of his lines taken away, I, the movie would lose nothing. Essentially, yes. I, I don't... I mean, you, there's that woman that could do the whole Jackal Jackson part. And yes. And the, there's... Yes. There's the only... Really... Thing, the, only the, the only reason this man surged is because he tempers the, a mom's concern a little bit later, but also she... And actually, also kind of dials back her raw sexual energy. Yeah, well, no. She... I, my opinion is, is that she was like, let's see... I have the most BDE of any woman on Disney Channel ever. I need to find an attractive Italian man who can cook for me, marry him, and then just have sex with him for the rest of my life. What because that's saying, what she folks, did in the is universe. These people have an undeniable raw sexual chemistry. And unlike any parents I've ever seen in a Only Disney proven Channel. later when he full on slaps her on the ass. Yes. yes. I did forget about that. But they either they either always seem freshly postcoital or like they're just about <laughs> That's why she, that's why I say she always looks immaculate cuz she's like I've got to look as hot as possible cuz I never know when it's about to go it, down. They either just got it out or they're about to they're get about, it out. Yes. And and the chemistry is off the charts. It's, it's hard to look directly at honestly. It's, it's fantastic though. So speaking of things being sexy, we cut to Chanel's house. And and the minute she got out into that loft, which also is probably a billion dollars, um, and she's raised by this struggling single mom who was a million dollar fashion and she's model. Not she's though. not she's struggling though. She's not struggling. But like they're they're making it out to be that. But well, she's, she's struggling. struggling. She's struggling to be a mom, as we will cover since we're just going over arcs a little bit early. Chanel has the best arc. Chanel's has- Chanel's arc is that her mom is just way too sexy and is going out and boning what? every night. Something about this this movie and I couldn't put my finger on it. I don't know if I have a full note on it, but it's like it feels like they were gonna try to make it a real movie. Do you give a little bit? That? Yes. Like, 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 like they were like, uh, like, like they got it in the can. And they were like, all right, decom it because we, we don't know if we'll have the appeal because it's just things like that. It's just like, a little bit it's turned up. A little up. bit 
turned up with the mom always seeming like ready to fuck. Like, yes. I don't know. Well, no, not even that they're ready. They're just, they're like, I am going to. But Chanel's mom is explicitly is going explicitly, to go fuck this guy. And she literally, she walks in and she's trying on like, I what I assume to be Chanel's clothes. Yes, it is Chanel. And then she comes out of the closet and she's like, how does that, how do I look? And she goes like, like you're wearing something way too tight for a mom. And I was like, so is her plot that her mom is just way too sexy and is like going out and has a French boyfriend and they're just getting it and on. And I said all yes. And I said that's what the that's what the plot is. Yeah. The mom is too busy getting boned down by a rich French guy to pay attention to her daughter. Yes. And even her son, who appears to be always at the father's house. Yes, there is his father in the picture. But he will, who will he never will take Chanel. Sir, not appearing in this film, as we Again, men do not matter. They no. are worthless. Yeah, but even the little brother barely appears barely. in the film. Pucci. Like two, three I scenes. do love his name. They're both named after designers, Chanel and Pucci. But I kind of mean, I don't mean she's struggling in that she's supposed to be poor. No. But she, she is always, and this might be from the book, but like is trying to marry for money. Like she is attracted to this French guy. I think because a lot he's rich. because of his money, and I think she maybe said something along those lines. But also, like they do, kind of paint it as like she does genuinely love this man. Yeah. So it's not like explicitly that, but like. But also the idea that I'm watching a decom where a woman is trying to ex- marry a man for money. Well, and, and this is a hero well, she, of the film. Well, she used to make her money by modeling, but as we all know, modeling is a vicious cycle, and once you get older, you age that, that you age out, and she needs someone. I like to how Luke family. said that, like he was a model for a while, and he just aged out of the industry too, too quick. He't like as we all know as we all know ah. don't reveal my dark past Emma now we go to school yes well yeah we, the whole scene is just Chanel talking to her mom being but like but you do see they are very good friends she loves her yes. mom she does find her mom she's like don't wear this top wear this top they kind of get ready Chanel is trying to tell her mom about the performance they just had mm-hmm. I hit a high C today but the mom is too busy running out the door for this dick appointment it's exactly basically, exactly what's the phrase you've used before dignitized she's dignitized she's dignitized but also incredibly open for business yes very much so it's so wild how open for business these moms are well, I was gonna, when these daughters are so career oriented it's true but also the important thing to note is I think if you look at it the mom mom and, mom and dad of Galleria are the first actual couple we've ever had confirmed couple where the man is 100% 6 to midnight and the woman is 100% open for business yeah and they finally found each other there is finally someone two people who actually seem like they want to be with each other mm, yes That's, it's shocking yes. Um. so yeah we cut to their perform the Manhattan Magnet High School, like M squared, or I think is all their logo or whatever. And then we meet this guy. This dude, I Emma, remember him. what you said. Men don't matter. But he matters to me. <laughs> he doesn't matter to me. This Costco brand, Heath Ledger. That was my joke, you son of a bitch. <laughs> we were watching the movie, and she was like, this guy is so attractive. I was like, it's because he's off-brand Heath Ledger, and I know how much you love Heath Ledger in 10 Things I Hate About You. And she's like, you're so right, and you're trying to pass my joke Picture off as your own. Heath Ledger's hair in 10 Things I Hate About You. and just On a, a string bean of a son of a bitch. On a slightly pointier white man with a little less charisma. But otherwise, he also kind of has like Smith Jarrett from Sex and the City energy, if you know who that is. I was here for it. And I couldn't, again, because of the, you know, theme of this movie, which is um, Men Don't Matter. Men Don't Matter. I couldn't I, I'm, tell I'm you gonna, his gonna, name. I, I couldn't tell you. Also, we're only 35 minutes in. Title of the episode, Men Don't Matter, I think. I, I think we found it. Not in this Jiggy Jungle. Couldn't tell you this man's name. Are they older than them? Yes. All right, they are older because they're like, they make fun of them for being freshmen. And trying to win the talent show. They're like, freshmen never win the talent show. Um, and they're in the, kind of having a little 
heated exchange in the lunchroom. And he is into Raven. He's he into, Raven, into Raven. But also, this is where I wanted to add. So two things. And one. Th- and then he has a friend. He has a friend who doesn't matter, but even less than he does. There's yeah. a line where like they we tried they try to make a like, like Chanel likes a friend, but they abandon. Oh, I didn't pick up that at all. But the most important thing is. So the sound design on this movie is both terrible and insane. Because in this scene... A lot of ADR. A lot of, a lot of ADR, number one. Two, is every line that is an ADR sounds like it was recorded in a microphone in a different room than the one they're saying. <laughs> like, they sound like they're too far away from the, the mic. The lunchroom is really tough. It's really it? rough. The other thing is that the guy that did the audio editing was like, I'm just going to throw in, like, some growl cheetah roars. Sound effects. And, like, so there's a one point where they, like... Say like, oh, it's Cheetalicious, baby, and then he throws in a sound. Yes, yes. It's in this scene, and I was just like, w- w- where did where did that come from? Why is that there? And we- there's a little, and Raven just comes at him like he's a, he's they're like freshmen, never win the talent show, and she's like, oh, they also make this? fun of the whole cheetah girl bit. Yeah, they're like cheetahs, and they're like cheetahs are the fastest animal in the jungle. Cheetahs do not live in the jungle; they live in the savanna. But point taken, Raven's Luke alone. was really in the weeds with all of the actual I animal facts. I have a few facts. more animal notes as we go on. Um, weirdly. <laughs> wasn't what I was concerned with. I was watching the fly outfits and growl power and Luke was trying to like look up the land speeds of an actual cheetah. Like, Same. sorry. Um, but also <laughs> this, she comes back at him and I don't remember what she says, but she's like, you're still going to lose. Mm-hmm. And, and she's coming at him and I was like, this is kind of hot. They have a real, um, and now we kiss energy yes, where yes. it's like fight, 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 kiss, kiss, kiss kind of thing. And even though I don't care about this man or I this love, romantic I subplot, I love enemies to lovers. That's one of it my is favorite. an enemies to lovers type thing. But um, but I, it also is very like they feel so adult. Like I, they don't feel fourteen. They could just because like he walks away and the girls are like he likes you. Like obviously, they, like, could, it, they totally could have done this movie as being in college. Yeah, I just think Disney has weird hangups. Although I guess I assume the Cheetah Girls book was high school. Yeah. but I think Disney just has like weird Galleria hang-ups. had braces. I think yeah, like, like we the Disney Channel has weird hangups about setting movies in college. Like I think remember I was surprised we were in sense that he, they allowed that guy to be in college like they don't like it but it's just not very like um like a little like freshman like their behavior is like oh like he obviously is into you that was like you guys had a sexy fight and then she's like yeah but like i gotta focus on my career boys are for losers and i was like preach they'll only drag you down and uh then we go to the auditions well there's one more thing i want to point out which is i, I also think there might be a lunch scene where it's this the same lunch. thing there's no there. There was the locker scene where he first comes up to them, and then they go and sit at lunch, and he comes I, up to them again. I was talking about lunch. Okay, that whole time. There's I, two I, scenes. But the, the locker mo- scene was so irrelevant because it was just him going. Right, but that's just where we meet him. But that's why we're still on. But while they're at lunch, and then the bell rings, and they go. They do drop the fact that she's like, oh, I have to get going to Mrs. Almanac's class. And they have a teacher in this film that's apparently named Mrs. Almanac, which is just a tiny detail that I can't decide whether I love or hate, but I needed to yeah, bring it up. Yeah, I can't. I don't know where I live. I don't know where I land on that one, but I needed to bring it up so you can decide. I don't oh, hate it. I don't hate it, but it's just, I, I'm not going to, we're not going to dwell on it. So we go to the performance and we meet... Drink a champagne. Do we, No, we don't meet her until after they perform, right? They stop performing and then she comes down from the thing. Oh, I'm yeah. So, so but, but you see her, like, cue them. Like, she's yeah, in yeah, the, you, yeah, know, yeah. you don't know who she is. Yeah. But we see also their moms are there. Their moms have, like, slinked into the... Both wearing headscarves. Yeah, like they're... Like, like the leaves the, of a sexy Italian... It's movie. like they're in disguise. And it's like, you could have just come to your daughter's school. It's and not they have the dog. Do. They do have the dog, which would not be allowed in any way, shape, or form. And I saw these outfits, and guys, when I tell you a bolt of electricity <laughs> ran through me, I 
was riding high. I said, I literally, before they even started, I go, fuck, this is such a banger. And I said to you, I remember when they used to just play this cut. Mm-hmm. This They like, did that with like all of the, the, all except, these songs. Except I think maybe the first performance. They, In 2004, whenever this was, they would take these, these musical performances and just play them as music videos. Like, like as like a filler in between commercials or something. This is really dating us, but like when MTV would play music videos, Disney Channel did as well as like in, in between commercials. Like, like, well, we got three minutes left. We haven't developed as the bell rings yet, so we're just going to air some and so it would be like, videos. yeah, and it would be promo as well for the, yes. for the goddamn and movie. And also, and or after come out and be like, buy the CD. Yeah, yeah, buy the CD, buy the DVD, whatever it was. But they would play these music Keep videos. Keep the Disney train around. I remember this vividly. And they are all in white outfits with, with cheetah spots. accents. With spots. Cheetah accents. White and cheetah is the theme. And they're on the stage. And this is where they sing Cinderella. It is absolutely electric. I don't want to be like Cinderella sitting in a dark, cold, dusty cellar. This is also where we get... This song was ahead of its time, It's a great ladies. song. Great song. Goes I don't want to be like Snow White waiting. The thing that kind of throws me off is this is where we get, um, and this happens in the second performance, not so much the third, where like they all start jamming. And I'm like, hell yes, this is great. And then they do like a part where each of them gets to break down to the camera. Yes. Where like one this of them comes forward. almost every does. <laughs> like they had one trick. It would know two tricks. It was this and then they would shoot some things in slow-mo where it's just like, isn't this cool because it's in slow motion. The only way I can describe it to you guys, because I know this is not a visual medium, but it's a, it's kind of like a very early 2000s in sync Backstreet Boys thing yes, where it would it's be a very group, in yes. sync. and in their music videos where everyone like when they're singing a verse they get to go up to the camera and like mm-hmm. have their little like solo shot and then they fade back into the line and they do choreo and then when it's you know fucking Justin's verse he comes up like and then like it's very much I want it that way and they do this in many pretty members, much all of the songs and they do this here and as the People come close to me. I had a few notes, and that was Adrian Balon is amazing at singing. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, these outfits are both wonderful and terrifying. But they're, <laughs> they're much like the Ms. Almanac joke. I can't decide like, how to Linda land on Like, Linda is wearing a cheetah sleeve that is attached to the rest of her shirt by, like, one dangly string. <laughs> Everyone's in a crazy well, hat. Well, I, 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 I think we didn't put a too fine a point on that already, but they are all dressed insanely throughout the film. But I don't mind it. No, For no. For them, I love this. I mean, yeah, I, Usually I complain, unlike Radio Rebel, this was actually 2004. Like, that, some of this... As bad as it is, yeah, is time appropriate? That's fair. And also, Raven can do whatever the fuck she wants. <laughs> she can hit me with her car if she wants to. Why is it that like Raven? Raven, there's always like a thing where like Raven is designing clothes and like because that she's was her thing in Raven, uh, and that's a Raven, and she like designs their outfits. I think in these ones because she's it's got weird fucking it's a, style. It's true. She can pull um, me off. Oh yeah. Also, the dog runs out and joins them on stage and starts. And she visibly has a treat for the dog. Yeah. Well, also, another thing before we move off this performance that is another very early two thousands thing that they do in this performance is just pose dancing, mm-hmm. where it's like there is some choreo, but it's not as heavy as the first number or a number we see later. But this one is just like one, two, three, hit a pose. I don't want to be like Snow White pose. Voiding and Reverence do come and pose, and they all hit different poses. It brought me back to a lot of dance recitals. It was powerful. powerful. It's powerful. Um, but yeah, also this. Is an important thing about Toto, and I think it maybe came up already. Toto loves the Cheetah Girls music, and like when they're singing and playing the songs, so he got to get that little it, doggy rump shake. Yeah, he'll get up and like start spinning around in a circle, by which the 
have the trainer wave a tree around. Raven is doing all the dog shit. Yeah, well, no, just like sometimes when he's sitting in the corner, he'll, uh, they'll just like have him wave the tree around and film it. But here he gets on stage with them. Um, so it ends, and then this is where also, we pull like, the mom meet. is like, the dog dude is like, oh, like yeah, she's just like, oh, that. oh no, way to interrupt their, their, their the most important audition she of their life. She's very stressed about this. Like, they just, the mom didn't even chase after them. I know, she dressed up like she was, uh, getting ready for a Thelma and Louise costume <laughs> contest, but she didn't have the chance she to stop the dog. her goddamn coat bag tracing after But this is where we meet possibly the oddest, but one of the best characters who is a character. Drink a champagne. Drink a champagne. That is her given. Drink a champagne. Drink a D R I N K A champagne is her full legal name. I don't think that's her legal name. I think, I think it is. I'm a, I have to believe it's her legal name. I guess if Galleria and I'm Emma, yeah, at this point, what metric are you using? Her name is Drink a Champagne. But she's like the theater teacher, the one running the talent show, whatever. And she was like a. And I'm happy to announce at this moment that Drink a Champagne is my new drag name. Going <laughs> because someone has to take that. That, that has is, to be someone. It's on the table. It's on the table. Listen, Drink a Champagne, if you're a drag queen out there, please contact us. We want to know all about you and your life. But she was like a disco R&B star of the in 70s. In the 70s. Who had a big hit. Had a big hit. And there she was starts, like Bubbles of Love. Yeah, she starts like singing it a little Bubbles bit. Bubbles of and, Love. And they're like, hey, Drink a, are we... It's of course champagne themed. It's, of course. And she's like, Drinker, are we good? You know, but also she has a, a, a thing where all of her comments are based on like R&B songs. And yes. like, I forget the one she says here, but later on she's like, oh, I heard it through the grapevine. And I'm laughing at it now. But like, <laughs> what child is going to What child is going to get that reference? <laughs> she does make like, it happens at least three or four times. And I was like, this is funny. I guess this is like the Shrek thing where there's nods for the parents in it as well, which is why it makes it does feel like a little bit more like a real movie. But I was like, and I mean, she's only in two scenes. So it's not like the movie's inundated with it. But I was just like, who is going, who is that for? I don't know. I don't know. But for me now, years yeah. later. Um, but so, she, and she goes, to, she's like, Galleria, when I look at you, I see a half Italian version of me. Chanel, when I look at you, I see a Latina version of me. Aqua, etc. It's a little racist. It it goes a weird racist route where like, I don't know. But the short version is, the short (laughs) version is, you are all me if I was your race, except (laughs) for Dorinda. Yeah, which I, well no, to be fair, we should talk about this because Dorinda goes, I'm you if you were lanky and white. They do address it. They just call it, they don't say like, and she's just like, I get it, I'm white and into hip hop and like, that's the thing. And I will say, I was like, okay, that's kind of weird. It comes up later in the movie and it's done to like really powerful effect. And yeah, I was it's like, very well I was done. like, damn, Disney Channel, go off. But I did appreciate that because as yes. we were laughing at her, like just calling out their different yeah, she's racial from a different time. She's from the 70s. We were laughing at it, but then like before, like we could just make fun of it. She mm-hmm. does then hop on and go, yeah, and I'm white. And she's like, no, I was going to say, and it's a good joke here, but yes. she goes, I was going to say, no, you're me if I could, da- if I could dance because right. you're an amazing dancer. Then... We realize through a slow, creepy slow clap. Oh, wait, hang on. Sorry. Gotta stop you there. I did also forget over that point where she's going over each cheetah and saying there's a different version. Again, the sound editor decided to put in background music fitting their backgrounds. Yeah. So that, there's like an Italian that's guitar. That's what felt a little there's racist. There's Italian guitar and then like Chanel. a Spanish guitar over Chanel. And then Killy, they play like a Southern thing because she's Southern. And then like hip hop the music. music over there. <laughs> and it was weird. I was like, why is this happening? Um, that's what felt but then she's. But so the point is she's like, like, I loved your performance. Great job. I'm going to work with you. And I was like, 
I don't think you can. You run the competition. Wouldn't, Wouldn't that, that be, be wildly unfair? Why, I, otherwise, I assume you work with everybody. No, that's not true. She does work with everybody because we see her helping a stand-up comedian later, which doesn't make any sense as to why she would be able to help him do that. Because remember when she stops him, is like, always leave him laughing? Like, she has... She is coaching them. Right, she's coaching everybody who's in the competition. She's like, I'm going to work with you. And I'm like, yeah, you're supposed to work with everybody, apparently. Why are you saying that? Like, it's a special thing. But speaking of special things, the actual special thing that happens here... Emma, do you want to take it? Is Jackal... Johnson. Jackson. Johnson. Jackson. Johnson. Is in the audience. This is like my Berestein Bears. Like, I cannot believe that his last name is Johnson. I always called him Jackson. But he's just in the audience. He just walked into a A grown man, like 35-year-old man at his old high school. That's a very 2004 thing when old men could just walk into schools. Back when everyone was stupid and innocent. (laughs) This man, number one, is dressed like an absolute asshole which is like i think what they're going for yes like he is dressed like a piece of shit music producer and the embodiment of all male evil he is a man he is evil but he doesn't matter no he doesn't he's the villain of the film does not matter really doesn't because men don't matter you're right because even in the end we'll get to this later he really doesn't he doesn't i will say his hair is he's doing an early aughts Hair spike, not in a lot of ways. You can just say he's very early on. Jill gelled up with the sunglasses, with a chain, with the whole nine yards of looking like a complete piece of shit. He's got the hair, the tips put up. He's a little too old for that. I would give the costume designer that note mm-hmm. because right now he just looks like a bunch of widely spaced toothpicks, like on <laughs> in a rotisserie chicken. Like, there's not enough hair for that, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. His hair is a little too thin, so it's it was a, a very much. jarring thing to look at. It's a little much. Oh my god, he also is wearing full diamond earrings. He is wearing earrings, <laughs> and he reminded me of um, Candace from Real, House of, Real Housewives of Patronus. Alright, I'm just shut, shutting that down. But, so he's like, I'm Jekyll Johnson, obviously. They're all freaking out because Jekyll Johnson's here. It's like, well, I came by to see my old teacher, Drinka, you know, killing it. In the middle of the day. In the middle as of the day. A as famous are going producer on. does. Uh, but I heard that track you guys were putting down. It's pretty great. Uh, I'd like to invite you back to my studio, work with you, you know, maybe we can work something out. And they're like, oh my gosh, Yes. This also, is our chance. In at this moment, this man gets out two sentences. Dorothea is on this Swoops man. It. She comes from the ether. She, she is from no, out is of nowhere. Not, I wrote down she is not to be fucked with. She saw that balding white man from a mile away, and she was on him within a second. She is the true she cheetah. She is the true cheetah in this film because she moves she faster than the most growl powder. The most growl powder. powder. She's on cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> that is the that would that sounds like an old school term for cocaine. Absolutely, give me some growl she powder. She has. She, you're right. She actually moved at 60 miles an hour yes. in the jungle. She was. The jungle. I was like, holy shit! She couldn't catch the dog, but she got this guy quick. And like, he's a man who dresses and acts like you heard the term BDE. And it was like, I want to act and look like I have big dick energy. But then she was like, oh, no, bitch. I've got the big big dick dick. energy around here. I have the large dick in this conversation. But he's like, I want to, you know, work with you, maybe sign you, all that stuff. And she's like, nobody goes near my cheetahs. And then this is what gave me, this is what made me lose my mind. Emma's like, yeah, it's performing arts high school. And I was like, yeah, that all makes sense. She goes, no, 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 no. Singing is more of a side thing for my daughter. And I was like, then why the hell did you send her to a performing arts high school, bitch? Why is she there working to improve her singing if it's more of a side thing? That doesn't make any sense. Also, did we get to the part where Raven slides into Italian when she starts arguing with the mom here? She starts arguing with the mom when the mom interrupts. She, Raven 
Raven and the mom both kind of slide into Italian for a second, which is interesting. I'm glad they learned it from the father. They also do, this is also what will be important later, is that once he shows up, Raven slides in and he's like, hi, I'm Gallery Garibaldi. I'm the leader, founder, songwriter. I'm the head chief. I also wrote down when Dorothea like puts her hand out, she's like, I'm Dorothea Garibaldi. Like I'm the, you know, the mother, whatever. Mm Because like Chanel's mom, Nowhere to be fucking no. found. Taking a call. She's in the back. Well, because she... Listen, they model together. She knows that when Dorothea is She knows gone who off, the alpha bitch is. Yes, she knows who the alpha is. But I, said, I literally said, number one, Dorothea's looks are, like, the drip. Like, she looks amazing. And number two, Chanel's mom in the running for worst parent already. Like, I was like, <laughs> can she not get up there? What the fuck? Um, but yeah. I guess you're right. She you gotta yield knew. to the growl power, Emma. She just knew. But basically, she shuts them down. Yes. Um, and the girls are not happy. Not happy. But there is kind of a moment where at the end, he goes, I get it, Mama Cheetah. Like, God, I can't even, like, pretend to do his voice. It's just a, such a bummer. And he's like, I, you know, you're fierce and, like, defensive. But if you change your mind, like, give me a call and gives Gallery the car. Yes. And so they all go home and they're all pissed off and they're, like, yelling and fighting. I think also this is where they drop off Doe at her place. And, and we see her. She goes, I live right here. And that's why you also know this relationship is kind of new because they don't know where Doe lives. They've never met Doe's parents. Mm-hmm. And they drop her off at a building which looks like a nice doorman building. She walks up to the door and as the car pulls away, we see her go around the side. She doesn't enter through the front. Yeah, she doesn't go where the doorman is. And then like Raven is just furious at Dorothea. And they're arguing in the cab. They're arguing in the cab and then they come home and they have the full argument where she's like, why won't you let me have this opportunity? It's an amazing chance. Like I could become a star. could accomplish my dream and all that stuff. And she's like... I think you can do all of that. I know I believe in you, but I just want you to finish finish high school first. You're too young. And go, she says college. She wants oh, to go to college. Excuse me. She want, I want you to get you a full You can do all ed- that after college. I want you to get a full education and all that stuff. And I know guys like this because I used to be a model. She doesn't say this in so many words, but it's kind of implied. I used to be a model and I there are tons of people who wanted to take advantage of me when I was dumb, young, and stupid and like, you know, make me sign an unfair contract and take all my money essentially. And I think uh, this might also be book knowledge, but she's kind of of the mind. This is again, like as a child, you watch this and you're like, let them go after their dreams. And as a jaded adult, you're like, okay, this is making a little bit of sense because I yeah, think that, that is what I was saying where it's like the parents aren't just like your dream is stupid and I won't let you do it. Dorothea is a very smart woman. Obviously she's very, very intelligent. And she, I think the point is also like, this could not work out. Like singing is like fleeting, like modeling, like you can age out of it. It's not, it might not work. It might not have lasting power. So get a college degree. So you have something to fall back on sure. for like a career. I think that's in the books as well. Like that's the argument, which like, it's a good argument. Good it's argument. Not, like that's what I'm saying is like, you can see where it is from both sides. And you also see Chanel kind of have this argument with her mom. I think at some point, and, like, I think if this were a different Disney Channel original movie that wasn't, like, so, like, so quick with the dialogue, they would have had really heartfelt, like, sit-down conversations Well, there's about a heartfelt conversations in this thing later. I was crying. Well, yeah, because, uh, for sure. But, so, they have this argument, mom is a hard no. Then the dad comes and is like, I think you should let her do it, but I think you should, you know, set some boundaries and do it with Go her. Go with I think, them. I think it would be a good way for you to bond and for everybody to get what they want. So, she goes back up to, to Raven's room and is like, all right. We can do this, but I'm coming with you. And if I think anything is off, we are leaving. No questions asked. Before that, we see them on the phone. Raven and, and Chanel, Chanel are yeah. talking to each other, bitching. And like, Chanel has an argument with her mom that also, kind of grazed over. Also a brick of a cell phone, by the way. Oh, you could, they're, they're you using could, like fucking Nokia. You could fend off an attacker with that bad you boy. You could dent a man's skull with this Nokia that they're mm-hmm. on. But the, again, like as we, Luke was right in the auditorium because she's like, Mom, like, why can't you talk to Dorothea? Like, can't we record this single? Like, Chanel is begging, and her mom 
was like, I'm not fucking with Dorothea. No, that's no, no, not, no, 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 I, she's not something to fuck with, no, and no. I value my life. I'm not ending up on I, that shit list. I have absolutely no desire to, and also she's like, she knows what she's doing. She's mm-hmm. a smart lady, and I was like, I would And follow, I'm just here to get boned by Frenchmen. Like, exactly. That's, that's, that's like, what I put on the earth to do. And I would follow this woman blindly, and I said, same, girl. But then they're talking to each other on the phone, and then Dorothea comes in and agrees to like let mm-hmm. them go. And then this is the scene where then like the dad's like, okay, everybody happy? And they smacks Next. his wild wife on the ass. And, and that's leave. when I wrote the note, they have wild sex. They, they were leaving in that moment to go have wild sex is what really was happening. Okay, this is where this movie lost me. Is I don't understand what you mean. Raven just becomes a lunatic all of a sudden. Where like she starts... It's not so, much so bad here. Because I think in this scene is just where like we're back at school, they're having lunch... And she's talking to the cheetahs, being like, listen, we're, go- we're going to this meeting with Jackal. We cannot blow this. Aqua, you can't have hot sauce in your bag because it makes you look silly. That is a no. Okay, guys, come on. First of all, first of all, it was too on the nose. Like, I know that as a thing people from the South do, Beyonce's from Houston. Like, she says, like, I got hot sauce in my bag, swag. But, like, they actually, I think she does say hot sauce in her bag. Like, it is the exact verbiage. And I literally, like, they said it in the movie, and I was like, Swag. <laughs> it's hard not to do it. Is Aqua the Beyonce of my youth? Yes. Yes, she is. But this also, like, it's a gradual, though, descent into madness. This is when she's just kind of like, everyone's kind of like, what the fuck? But you're, when Luke says she goes crazy, it's like, it's I mean, it's gradual. Crazy. She goes crazy with power. It's gradual that it's like a two-step process. This is step one. And then we see step two after they meet Jackal. She's kind of telling Aqua, don't bring hot sauce in your bag swag does she comment though about the clothes at this point i think that's later i think she maybe mentions we gotta have we wearing good outfits and stuff like that we gotta look like professionals i don't know if i have more sympathy for her because it is raven i don't know if it's because i've read the books but she is and like i don't like i i know that you're saying it loses you but like she is the leader and like in the way that she like had to pick them up after the failure like I think she's that type of person, which I am not the same person, but I know people like this, where like she feels like she has to micromanage everyone or it won't happen. And she's doing it for their greater good. And I think the movie does a good job of explaining that. I don't know why, what lost you with it, where she kind of, it's the, the fame thing is like for comedy later, but I think at this point, like, that's her personality yeah, flaw no, that they're trying to dig into. Is like, you can't control everything and everyone, even though you think that you're, you know best, you're doing it for our, they're, she thinks she's doing it for their benefit. Right. And that's what I'm saying is here, I think it works more than it does later. And it's not just the fame thing. We'll talk about it when we get there. But I just think that, like, you can still use this, but I just would have liked to see her go there instead of just, like, flipping a switch from one to the other. But, yeah, they have this whole conversation, and then we cut to, and then also, like, the girls are a little weirded, and they look at Chanel and I'm like, what's going on with her? Like, why is she being so uptight? And she's like, well, you know, she's just nervous. Had this is just how much she cares about this kind of thing. Like what you were saying. She just wants yeah, to go Yeah, she cares well. too much. And, and then we cut to Jackal Studio. Emma, what is the name of Jackal Studio? Also that, oh. also wait, at that lunch table, we see Costco brand Heath Ledger again. Oh, do we? I didn't And a red turtleneck. And I just wanted to call it a line she says, because again, they're like, oh, he's like over there flirting with you, whatever. Like he's back. Like he loves you. And his shit, Raven goes, if he can't respect my art, then he can't have my art. <laughs> and if he can't respect my art, then he can't have my heart. And That's I was like. Emma, they can't see the Z snapping. I'm Z snapping. And it was good. And I said, that is good. But so then we cut to Jackal Studio. Emma, what is the name of Jackal Studio? Do you remember? No. We cut to Death Duck Studio. God damn it. 
we got to Deaf Duck Studio, and the girls are all waiting there, like, oh, we're here to this be This is where I also made the note that Doe loves a fingerless glove. Absolutely. She absolutely She's, loves it. Because, uh, For someone who does her cartwheels with no hands, she... If you're trying to imagine her style, think Avril Lavigne. You got it. With a fingerless glove. Yes, I got it. Which is not hip-hop. Do you think Disney Channel is okay, 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 hip-hop okay, is? Okay, okay, you're right. But so the girls there are for the meeting with Jackal, except for... Galleria and her mom. They have been trapped by the true I, villain of any New York story, traffic. I can't believe it. Here's the one. You want to know where this movie lost me right here? I actually was taken out of the film because I could not believe that Dorothea Garibaldi would allow herself to be late. That she would make this rookie mistake. I disagree. I cannot believe she would do it. No, you're right. Galleria, of course. No, no, but the thing is, you're right. It's intentional. Because she doesn't want this to go through. Wow. So she's trying to sabotage. She's trying to sabotage on her chances. But I was like, I know it's professional suicide to show up to a meeting late, so I'm going to make my daughter late, and the whole thing's going to fall through. That's what I'm saying. She's a consummate professional. <laughs> she would never, you're right, because she, she would she, never let this she, she shows up an hour before the meeting with notes to study in the lobby. And she's, and the disdain when she realizes the gallery in that cab because they have to now walk to mm-hmm. make the meeting, isn't wearing comfortable shoes. Mm-hmm. She goes, business lesson number one, baby. Always carry, wear the comfortable shoes and carry the heels in your bag. Don't be stupid, Galleria. Put your damn correct shoes like, on. that woman, that woman's not late. So you're that right. Woman is that never was late. That woman is never late. Dorothea's operating on a different level. She's operating on a different level. She's galaxy brain, 24-7. <laughs> so they get out and walk. And Raven steps in dog shit. She steps in dog poop. And they add a nice squish sound effect just to make sure you understand. The sound editor was wild. He was doing some growl powder, Emma. I'm fairly concerned. <laughs> fairly convinced. <laughs> And so they arrive, and she's like, Jackal, so sorry we're late. We got stuck in traffic. You know how it goes. Anyway, I want to talk to you about the song. I cut a demo. Like, I cut a recording. Everyone's kind of, like, looking weird, and she doesn't really notice. And Chanel has to go up to her and whisper in her ear, you have dog poop on your And you smell like dog shit. And you smell like dog poop. And I think he even references the fact that she smells bad or something like that. And so they go into the bathroom, and she's, like, freaking out that she dragged dog poop into his studio. And it's kind of a nice... It's a a scene about dog poop, so I hesitate to say it's a nice scene, but it's, like, (laughs) it's another good Chanel gallery. Yeah, and Chanel is helping her and, like, talking talking her off ledge. Because I do think that is... Again, we're learning Galleria's fatal flaw, which is that she's a little too type A. She can't really go with the flow, and that's ending up... It's getting in her way. Um, And Chanel's trying trying to talk her off the ledge. Right. But so they go back in there, and, like, he makes a joke about it. And she's like, anyway, we're here to talk business. Like, see if you're interested in us. And he's like, oh, I'm convinced already. And this is something I did like. Is Like I was saying, I didn't like having her talk down to, like, her closest friends. But he's like, oh, once Agua pulled out that hot sauce, I knew I wanted to be in business with her. Don't mess with Texas. Like, I liked that she kind of had to eat crow and be like, yes, that is that why he likes them. Is because they have those personalities. Washing their personalities. Yes. Is not, is not good. And then she has to see that there. But so then he's like, first of all, I got a boilerplate little contract for you. You know, you can just sign. And Dorothea, again, appears from the ether, <laughs> snatches it, grabs a pen, and Did just... Did she put on just, glasses? I, mean, I think so, dramatically. I don't think she needs glasses. Fabulous glasses. I don't think she needs glasses, though. No, it's dramatic that glasses. That was her effect. Dramatic reading glasses. And she just crosses out giant sections Full of the contract. Pages. And she's like, my Laura, Laura will look at the rest. So she didn't need to do that there. No. She didn't need to do that, but she wanted him to know. And then what's insane to Much me, like she, the taking of the cab late, it, it was performative. Absolutely. What's insane to me is Galleria is like, uh, mom. And I'm like, bitch, she's trying to get you a better deal. Like, yeah. what are you talking also, about? That is one thing. Like, I, I guess maybe Raven is just Galleria. 
this character is just so insanely confident and that's like part of her personality and the way that Chuchi's a little bit shyer and you know things like that but if I was in this situation as a 14 year old I get wanting to like going up against my mom being like let us record this demo but once I was in the room and someone handed me a legal contract as a 14 year old I'd probably just be like Mommy, like, yeah, can yeah, you well, yeah. take this for me? I yeah, don't but also, really know what and, to do I, here. and I brought up a point later, which is the like, other like, girl's parents. You mean they're be- minors? The parents have to be present if you're going to get them to sign a contract. That otherwise, Dorothea like, is everyone's legal guardian. I would, I would let her be my legal guardian now. Uh, same. I absolutely. I hope she's accepting adoptions. So he, he's like, okay, yeah, you can take that to the lawyer, no problem. Here's what I say we do. We need to record a demo so I can sell you to the record company or whatever. Um, I'm going to work with you, let's say, like, today's Tuesday. Come back, like, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we'll work on it and record it. sick. He says, like, the worst shit. And then we'll, we'll record on the Saturday. I didn't even write it all down because it's also cheesy and bad. Yeah, I don't. He's, like, laid on a sick track. He like, doesn't matter. I'm a, he does. Amazing video. I, I did write down, I was like, I'm just kind of struggling with the dichotomy of wanting to, like, defund the police, put the police and not really put people in prison. But I would also like Jackal Jackson in prison. I would like <laughs> Jackal Jackson in prison. Yes. I don't believe in imprisoning people for nonviolent crimes. Mm-hmm. But yet I want this man in prison. Which is also weird because this is what I, we'll get into this more and later. And I think it's because they're supposed to be 14. Everything is energy around mm-hmm. these young women. I want this man He's in skeevy to the max. But also what I will say is And this- that's the other, sorry I interrupted you, but that's the other thing that makes this movie feel more adult because he is so skeevy. He's very That's skeevy. something that he doesn't have child movie mustache twirling villainy. He has greasy scumball villain. That's what I was going to say. He doesn't come off in this movie and he's not written to be like a traditional record producer villain where he's like, I'm going to actually be making all the money and you'll be making whatever music I tell you to make and all that stuff. He's just like, yeah, no, I just have a different idea and I'm going to kind of like tell you to do this, but you don't have to if you don't want to. I'm kind of just a piece of shit. Exactly. That's and all you're, he is. And you young women are disposable to me. Yes. And I have a million other hot 14-year-olds in my lobby. That, mm, but yeah, that's, the way that's you phrase that. That's the idea. They're all yeah. like in mid fairing hops. It's, it's that very gross early, like late 90s, early 2000s of like the pop machine that would take young girls like Britney who was like 15 and like mm-hmm. make them like superstars and there's like always creepy men behind the scenes turning those wheels mm-hmm. he's that kind of villain or, which is a much or worse... some kind of giant corporation that maybe its logo were mouse ears of some kind <laughs> that would take young stars and make them have a singing career for no discernible reason I don't know just throwing that one out maybe there maybe Death Duck Records <laughs> was an allegory for something I don't know but I'm just saying it's a much smarter and like grosser way instead of him just being like I'm gonna steal all their money via a bad legal contract like he's just gross he's just right he just sucks because men don't matter yes and um he doesn't have an evil plan he doesn't have an evil plan and I actually said this to him as I remembered it being different in this movie because I thought I remembered a scene where he sat Raven down and was like listen those other girls you don't need them you're the star we'll get you three backup dancers and singers and it'll all be about you and then she would have to turn him down and be like no we're the cheetah girls I remember that too but it doesn't happen it doesn't happen because he never never does anything where he's actively like this is what's happening or you're out he's just like this is what I want to do if you don't want to do it, I got a million people who I can mean, do it. I mean, he does so. offer to other three and then says, we'll fill Gallery as slot with someone else. She yeah, but that's walk. because she actively didn't want to do it. Like, he wasn't like, cut Gallery out. You don't need her. So he's like, anyway, we will work this week. And then on Saturday, you guys can come in and record the demo. Oh, also, snap. The other thing we, we forgot about Dorinda. When she said she had to go to class, we actually see her mopping the floor of a athletic center, like a gym. Work study or something. She says work study, even though she's in high school. She says, we gotta get these hours. I was like, what? That's like a work-study job. Yeah, well, what we found out essentially is that she's not paying for the dance class. She's doing labor around 
the studio to pay for them, essentially. That's yes. how she's so good at dancing. And she's like, she says she has a thing. I forget, maybe that's later. The point is, Saturday's the day of the talent show. Yes. And then Gallery is like, bitch, who cares about the talent show? The whole reason we're doing the talent show is to get the chance to record a demo. And we're doing that with Jackal anyway. I don't care about the talent show. And they're like, we kind of still care about and the talent show. And she doesn't consult them about it. No, that's the big thing. That is the, the real villain of this movie is kind of, fame. kind of like fame. It's kind of like a fall of Caesar movie, though. It's like their own... Their own things get in the way of their friendship and their growl power, and that's the obstacle. Jackal really isn't the obstacle. Jackal's not an obstacle. Yeah, so she just agrees to it really without, like, letting them all talk about it, and they're like, I mean, I guess... Sure, and I think maybe Dorinda brings up that she has... She's busy. She's busy. There is auditions for this thing called Gold Medal Crew at the the thing, and she said she's going to help out. There's a dance troupe. She has to help out with the auditions, so that's something And that either happened already or happened later, but... someone, they make rude comments about her always being busy. Like, they're Mm -hmm. always like, where do you always have to run off to? And I'm like, okay, foreshadowing, but... So, what happened? Oh, and so this is... They head out, and Gallery is wearing cheetah sunglasses that I bought on Almost Identical. Oh, yeah, yeah, because there's... I think in the scene where she was talking to the guy... Later, she, like, put on sunglasses and stormed away. And then this is when she pulls out cheetah sunglasses and walks away. And then Chanel or this Aqua... This is a good joke. Or Chanel Aqua just goes, when did she get new sunglasses? Like, she what? Pulls <laughs> and I um, did buy replicas But of so, th- this is when the movie lost me on this. Is like, Then we do a montage of her at School Galleria just constantly being like... Oh, she talks to, like, the school newspaper because they want an interview. Be like, oh, when we get the movie deal, get some exclusive rights. She and goes crazy with fame because everyone knows they met with Jacqueline. Now they're the talk of the school. You see her starting off at a full lunch table of everyone interested to hear her mm-hmm. story. There's girls coming up to them all with little... I noticed little cheetah accents. Like, the newspaper girls have, like, cheetah headbands. Like, cheetah... That I think that was before they agreed to the demo thing, but yes. She has adoring fans. And then you slowly see her start to get crazier and crazier and like be walking into the newspaper office and do like a little like crazy like one finger kiss and go hand them a headshot and go I'll send this for you later and I'm gonna need final approval on those photos so she's kind of going crazy and then you see the, the montage is like the lunch table and she's telling the same Jackal Jackson she's like and then Jackal said ha ah, that's a classic Jackal like the way that people brag the lunch the people around them are dwindling and dwindling and dwindling and you see like dough and Aqua, like, mocking her and, like, mouthing because they know exactly what she's going to say. Yeah, but the thing that gets me, and this is why I lost is that nothing has happened yet. They haven't recorded the demo. They had one meeting with Jackal, and she's full of herself. All you had to do to solve this was to, in that montage, put in some scenes of them working with Jackal to show that time is progressing. Because at the end of this montage, it still seems like it's the next day. Yeah, I guess And they already, as the montage, we come out of the montage, and the three girls meet in a stairway... And someone has put up a giant wall of posters that's like, we're sick of the Cheetah Girls. Visit this website and talk about how much you hate the Cheetah Girls. And they're like, we, we already have a, have bashing, a bashing website, which, wow, that's a 2000 statement. And I was like, and also the, who they built got this posters up so fast. And who, who built a website in ostensibly a few hours? Printed. And so they're like, okay, Gall- like you said, Gallery has gone mad with power and fame. You need to talk to her. You're... You're her best friend, let's be real. Aqua kind of comes at Chanel, because yeah. I think they're too, like, that is That is the one thing they give Aqua. She is never afraid to speak her mind. Yeah, she is very outspoken. The two fiery ones are kind of Galleria and Aqua, and they mm-hmm. butt heads. And Aqua kind of gets in Chanel's face and is like, you need to handle this. You said you would handle this. You're making a bunch of excuses for her. You need to talk to her. And I just, like, wrote a really sweet note that I, I like, I always really related to Chuchi, and then I used the crying emoji. I felt like I, I she was my favorite tutor girl, and I always really related to her, especially in the books and I just felt like I was always that friend that had to like go talk to someone and she's in a really hard position and it made me really sad because like she's there really mad at her but she like understands Galleria and doesn't want to like rock the boat and it's just like it's hard it's 
Yeah, Female friendships are so complicated. I mean, I, I, it's so wonderful. Well, I think it's all, yeah, it's just like also a general friendship thing. They're like, you know, all good a, friends and it's... It can be hard to tell your friend, hey, you're being an asshole. Yes. And this is where she goes full asshole. She says, she's like, I'll talk to her when the time is right. where I draw the line. I'll talk to her when the time is right. We cut to the auditorium where they did their that number and for Drinka. And there's a guy doing a stand-up routine and she's like coaching him. And you only hear the, fir- the, like, the last the, part of this joke. Yes. So you only hear the punchline and you'll hear it again later and you never get what the it's joke is. It's something about a bird or a pterodactyl. Yeah. Or he something. Has a pterodactyl noise. I don't know. So he's performing, and then she's like, "Okay, Cheetah Girls, you're up next." And they go down to rehearse, and then she's like, "Great, by the way, Drinko, you got that we're not in the talent show anymore." And we're she's just gonna use this as like rehearsal. Yeah, time. and she's like, "What?" And she's like, "Yeah, Jacqueline needs us in the studio that day, so we're not gonna be making it to the talent show. We are gonna take this opportunity to rehearse." And then she's just like, no. no, you're not. I'm not going to let you do that. Oh, please. Well, thank you when we're on tour next week or something. I was like, on tour? You're recording a demo. You're not even like recording an album or anything. What are you talking about, Raven? This is like Caesar before he was stabbed. You see, it feels more like it's Caligula. Like he, <laughs> she's gone fully insane. Caesar just got a little too big for his britches. Caligula was like banging horses or whatever. And like, <laughs> was he fiddling over and burned? Whatever. He was one of those. That's Nero. Now, yeah. Yeah. The point is, she's like, she like... God, you sounded so smart there. Let's save that one for the archive. She steps to Drinka, which is, was always a mistake. Yes, you do not, not. You do not mess with, <laughs> with Drinka champagne. She also just feels so adult. She like squares up to this teacher and is mm-hmm. like, you know, like opportunities knocking. And we all know like how fast like it can go away. Like, but you need to capitalize yeah, on Yeah, that's what she says. She's basically like, calling she's like, her out for being a one-hit wonder. Yes. Which I was, was like, happy. oh, no. <laughs> and Drinka gets a look on her face as if she's just been fucking smacked. Yeah, she... No, and, no, and no, no, no she I, I disagree. Pissed. She was just like... Oh, we're doing this, huh? Like, if this were another movie, she would have just, like, dropped what she was holding and been like, all right, I guess we're this is happening. We're squaring up, we're squaring up. It was like, yeah, they, they, it was a heated, heated moment. And I forget exactly what she says to her, but it's just something like, it, again, it's, it's almost all subtext, where she's just like, you don't understand the mistake you're making right now with, like, the way you're acting. It, it's almost like a prophetic, like, Wait till you yeah. reap what you sow. Yeah. She knows that what's going on this girl. And then she's like, Cheetah Girls, out. Electric, what is the name I, of the other I guys? I don't know. I don't Electric know. Chaos, something like that? Yes. The perfect name for a band with a white rapper. <laughs> well, it just makes me think of Electric Sonic Mayhem, chaos. which is the band from the Muppets. It's Sonic Chaos, that's it. Because there's a DJ and a rapper. Um, So she's like, Cheetah Girls, out. Sonic Chaos, in. Let's rehearse. And as they're walking away, Dorinda's like, well, I got to go practice. To a gold metal crew. To, to to run there. She doesn't say that, but she's like, I gotta go to practice. And she's like, okay, well, Dorinda, before you go, um, yeah. This well, is powerful. Well, she stuff, says, man. well, Trudy says, we're still going to rehearse, but you can go anyway because it's mostly gonna be singing, and I know you don't really sing. Um, <laughs> and also, here, I wanna take this, and she hands her a piece I of paper. Cut out. I cut out some outfits that maybe you could wear, because she also had said this to the mom in the cab, like, if Dorinda's wearing the same outfit that she always wears, I'm gonna punch her or something like that. She's like, that maybe you could wear for our media, <laughs> so our demo bad. recording. So bad. And this is where she lost me because I was like, I can get what you're saying, Emma, about the whole like fame went to her head and like that's why she's acting like that. She is just being an asshole. She's treating oh, now she's her closest friends like they're not people to her. Oh yeah, now like she's they a are dumb asshole. on the bottom of her shoe. Yeah. Like that's it. Like yes. she's like they are the that's dog the poop point. she stepped that's in. That's the point. I know, and, and I just can't get behind it. I just can't I, do yeah, it. Yeah, you're not supposed to. You're supposed to. She's. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I can't get behind 
that she got there already because nothing okay. has happened. That in their makes journey. a point. That's yes. a good point. I'm but saying had they had they had some success at this point, I would buy it. Guys, this episode, there's too much men talking. Let's <laughs> take it down a notch, Luke. Um, keep in mind, you do not matter. Um, but yes, that's the point. If she's now becoming a r- raging asshole, and then she looks it, and I thought, like, I got a shiver down my goddamn spine when she did the here some outfits, and then she takes it a step farther and goes, "You've been looking toe up." I literally said it out loud at the same time Dorinda says it back and she goes, toe up? (laughs) They say it as if they're delivering like Shakespeare, but it is like, that is such an offensive thing to say to someone. You are looking tore up. And then she's like, well, how about this for tore up? And she tears tears up paper right in front of her. And I was like, that's good prop work, Dorinda. That was great prop work and it's a great pun, but it's still, I was like, that was like, I was like, that is fucking rude. I I was taken aback by that phrase. Raven tries to like play it off like she didn't just get absolutely owned by Dorinda after being a massive asshole she's just like oh well i guess she's some you people not tell your friends they look tore up no no it's battle around aqua as raven walks away she's like aqua's like choo choo or chanel whatever the time is now no but... aqua is something that also sent a shiver down my oh, spine oh yeah when yeah. she squares up she's a tall girl and adrian mm-hmm. is very small and she goes they also almost throw hands and away. she goes miss chanel and i was like <laughs> addressing someone as miss i was like she in a disrespectful way. way i was like i was like I said Aqua is not out here to play. Aqua is not out here to play. As much as they did not give her an arc or character development, Aqua did not come to play. No, she didn't. Then Chanel like kind of gets it. Like she, and then like Aqua like blows past her and Chanel's kind of standing alone and she's like, fuck. This it is, is, it is time. It is time. And Chanel's now, it is time. But also you have to understand like there's an inner conflict here. Chanel's in a bad spot. But it is also time for us to take a break. So we'll growl back at you in a bit. That was the best you came up with? Yeah, what do you got? We'll growl go right back. We'll, we'll growl back at you in a second. What is that a pun on? Come back at you? Like, what, we'll, what, we'll, like, I don't need to explain you? myself to you. We'll be what back in a second. I'm going to go snort some growl powder. <laughs> Sound. I actually don't know what cheetah sounds like. It's not the sound effect they use. No, the that's definitely a tiger <laughs> yeah. or a lion or something. So, a quick bit of catch up. So, when Chanel was talking to her mom about talking to Galleria's mom, Dorothea, about letting them go, she said, I'll make it up to you. We can have a shopping day. And she's like, okay, that sounds great. Love spending time with my mom. And so, Chanel has just been... You know, put in a tough spot. She's not having a great day. She comes home hoping that her mom is going to be there, obviously, for their planned shopping day. And this is something they bond over. Fashion. Fashion. And she gets into the beautiful loft and she sees that there's a note on the counter saying, uh, Luca got me. Is his name Luke or Luca? I, I believe it's Luca, but probably a little long dick. <laughs> Um, <laughs> surprise me. fancy dick. Um, he has got me tickets to a Broadway show and I just couldn't say no here. And she leaves her credit card. Go have fun. 
Yeah. And Chanel's like, oh, I'll have fun already. Oh, no. Also important to note is there's a P.S. Pick up Poochie. And from, from your dad. From your dad's. And I was like, wait, where are either of those characters? Yeah, literally, literally. And why is Chanel never at the dad's? Um, okay. So then there's an amazing revenge oh. shopping montage. Also, man, we're just dropping all the plot points with her. She also, in that conversation, said that Luca proposed <gasps> that... Oh, I totally yeah, forgot we, about Luca this. proposed that they move to France to live with him. This is him. not in the letter. This was when this they was were earlier. talking this earlier. Was earlier. And Chanel and she brings was, it up over face masks. And yeah. like a terrible mother goes, what do you think about France? And she's like, to visit? She's like, or like, to live. And just like drops the bomb on her 14-year-old daughter that she wants her to move to France. Which like, as an adult, that sounds fucking dope. Yes. But as a 14-year-old, you, you have your friends and your two-year-old. And you just started high school. And you don't speak a word of French. And the, well, there's a lot of barriers. You're very small. You have no, <laughs> no money. <laughs> um, so yeah, they bring up this dad. And I was like, why doesn't she just go to live? And dad, with the dad. With the dad, and then the mom can go to France and bone whoever she wants with a baguette. Um, a baguette is a penis in that metaphor. Great. So she's like pissed about this, and she's like, "Okay, I'm gonna go have a good time." And yeah. She so she was already card. teed off at the mom for the moving to Paris thing. Yeah. That was already so. This this feels justified. And then we have the iconic song of the la 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 la, la don't bother me. I'm too busy having fun. Alright. I'm gonna no, break no, we're good. I'm gonna have we're good. That's we're what you, I'm gonna do. Stop. Stop. I, an iconic 2000s bop and it's a revenge shopping montage of her bopping around with a bunch of clothes and bags. You get the picture, folks. Then what happens is she goes, she feels bad about what happened with Doe and like what Raven said to her. So she goes to the apartment that they dropped her off at with all Wait, these bags. Wait, T.O., important note. While she was shopping, she sees this, like, vest that is cheetah print. Cheetah print. And she's like, I gotta, she's like, gotta swipe that up immediately. So then she's like, yeah, I gotta go check in with Doe, see how, make sure she's a chill. And she goes to the apartment complex with the doorman, and she, like, goes to walk in, and he's like, whoa. And she's like, oh, I'm here to see Dorinda mm, Green? I don't know. I don't know what Chanel's last name is. Or Aquas. I just know Galleria's. Mrs. Bosco. Is it Bosco? Is her Chanel Bosco? Chanel Simmons. Uh, Aquanet Walker. Okay. Dorinda Thomas. Okay. Thomas. I don't know where I got green from. He's like, there's no Thomases that live here. And he's like, Dorinda Tom- Thomas. And she's like this tall. Blonde. Always blonde, with a dance bag. Dance bag. He's like, oh, that girl. Go around the corner and buzz the... Uh, Super's super apartment. apartment. He's like, go around to the alley and buzz the super apartment. Yeah. And Chanel's obviously Which confused. is not... For those of you who might be confused, not like an awesome, very big apartment. It's the building super's apartment. It's yeah, not in a, New York, they have superintendents. It's so. not a super apartment, which would be a cool place to live. It's the super superintendent's apartment. Yes. That was mostly a joke, but I'm like very like, oh, that's a good point, Luke. You should well, explain no. what a superintendent well, no. I mean, <laughs> if you sometimes, who knows? You could be listening in a rural area or in not in America. We call them supers. Maybe that's you fair. Call them something just like, else. I was mostly a joke, and I was like, no, good point, good point. Landlord, man, building manager. Like, sure. She goes around, buzzes, and a, I think the little girl first? Yeah. And a little girl opens the door. She's like, hi. No, no, no. No, the mom does? The mom does. Oh, the mom does. I thought she gets the mom and then the mom gets her. Or maybe. Who um, the fuck cares? Yeah, whatever. Mom opens the door and she's a black woman. And she's like, oh, hey, I'm here to see Dorinda, but I don't think. she. Uh, Chanel immediately is like, oh, I have I'm in the, the wrong, wrong place. House. Right in the wrong because place. Because I think she sees the daughter as well. And there's a little girl who's like, 
I guess, you know, it could be a late in life, but like, she's very young. She's like six or seven and, and a terrible actress. Terrible actress. <laughs> but she's like, and she's black as she well. She's doing she her sees... lines for cookies that they were holding her. She's like, can I do this? <laughs> like, hey, Dorinda, who's your friend? <laughs> it's really bad child acting. It's not. And good. they blew all their budget on Raven. But here's the thing. So they, she sees this small black girl who's like much younger than Dorinda. And then she goes up to the older black woman it's like mom and she's like oh and chanel just assumes like oh i'm sorry i must have the wrong house here. Of, i'm like, the wrong place for of my white friend yeah and she's like i was looking for a white person <laughs> and she's like um i was here to see my friend dorinda but i got the wrong spot and the woman stops and she goes no 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 she's here don't worry and like dorinda and calls up to her and doe comes running down the stairs and she's like shocked to see chanel and now we enter what needs to be entered into both of their oscar reels like i it this is a very good good scene mm-hmm. and i can't even make too much fun of it because no, there's nothing to make fun of. I mean, really it's, maybe, it's maybe a little overacted, but it works. The one line that I do want to call is we're all mixed up in this jiggy jungle together. Yeah, that because was... so, so Dorinda walks down the alley and is like, uh, yeah, so like, what's going on? And so she's like, Chanel's like, uh, no, what's going on with this whole Why did you tell us you live somewhere else? What yes. is this? And she's like, um, look, I just was afraid you guys would know. And Chanel jumps that like so. Chanel's making a lot of assumptions. Ch- right Chanel's now. like, so you didn't want to tell us you were half black. It's not that big a deal. We're all mixed up in this jiggy jungle. I'm every kind of Latina you can be, and all that yeah. stuff. And I was like, why would you assume that that's what she was hiding? She didn't let her finish, and she's she being like, it's just fine. Like, you didn't want us to know you were black, and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Which is, yeah, crazy. And then to say after that, it's okay, you don't want us to know you're half black. Then to follow that up with, we're all mixed up we're in this jiggy jungle together. <laughs> I was wait, like, and then, rightfully so, Dorinda goes, no, you I, don't get it. I want like one of those coexist bumper stickers, but instead it says we're all mixed up in this jiggy jungle, jungle together. together. And different animals. Different and, animals, <laughs> uh, But rightfully, there's a little bit of heat. And this is well acted by both of them now mm-hmm. at this point. Dorinda she especially. She goes, no, Dorinda's yeah, Dorinda she goes, no, you don't get it. I'm not half black. I'm not white. I don't know what I am. I'm a foster kid. Mrs. Vosco is my foster mom. My mom gave me up. She did not want me. I was given up as a baby and I've been in the foster system. And we only get to live here because Mr. Vosco is the super. Mm-hmm. And she's like crying and it's very, very powerful. And like, it's good. we kind of, it just comes out like the reason she wears the same outfit. She doesn't have money for new clothes. She's always running off because she has to work at the dance studio right. to pay. But also, like, is the performing arts school free? Like, That's how another do question you afford that? Maybe then. she's on scholarship. I that would have been fine because she's obviously very, very talented. But I was just like, it's in a public school. What is going on? I literally just said I was like, Disney does not do it like this. Disney doesn't anymore. do this anymore. I thought this was so good. You see her like legitimately being upset. Chanel legitimately starts crying with her and mm-hmm. is comforting her and is like, we don't you think we would care that you don't have money. Like it, it, it is so good and such a real scene. It makes them feel like real people. And it makes them feel like real people and like with real, real problems. Real, yes. And like touching on something that's like a real problem. Like it's not just like not making cheerleading team or like some stupid shit that Disney makes a fucking issue in its movies now. Like this mm-hmm. is a real thing. Being scared that your friends People's are gonna judge you. Being scared that your friends are gonna judge you because you can't afford the same things. Like I don't know. I just thought it was so good. And also this is another thing that made it feel like more of a real movie. Like this Disney doesn't touch stuff well, also, like this. To be a lot fair, Disney does deserves not all of the credit because I mean it's based on a book. Yeah. yeah and but I think true. the fact that they kept that in the from the book is I'm saying even just touching it. Yes. And having them 
like go there because yes. usually as so we were saying like in these movies someone's dad is fucking dead and they say it in like passing mm-hmm. they're like yep that's my dad blew up on a spaceship so we're gonna have one scene where I'm feeling yeah, really sad so about bad. it and but then it's move like on. vaguely sad meaning I'm just staring out my window like these girls are crying and she is holding her. She's like, my mom didn't want me. Like, it is acted. It's not just like, yeah, you know what? Both my parents are dead. I've been an orphan for years. Like, every, like everyone in Disney Channel comes from weird hardships a lot of the time. But they don't, like, ever express real acted emotion about it. They're just like, this is my backstory. Here it yep. is. I really liked it. I said, Loki Schnell is the hero of this movie. She was really sweet comforting her. And I just think if Disney is listening, which I know they are not... I think I we should take bigger risks and do stuff like this more and not be afraid to have a scene where... So what you're saying you is know, they shouldn't make zombies movies anymore where no, they don't they do shouldn't. that. There's a room for zombies and descendants, but there's also room for some stuff like this is what I'm saying. So... All good. All that's all we great. We go to the sleepover now. Yeah. So, which, which again, I do have a problem with the pacing of this movie. Luke is right. I think it it appears to happen all over four, the course of four days at most. It moves rapidly, and at the end of the yeah, Dorinda Chanel scene. We literally hear Jordan to be like, hey, don't tell anyone. Mm-hmm. I'm not ready. Like, it's my story to tell, obviously. Like, can you please not tell anyone? Smash cut to a sleepover between Galleria and Chanel. Because as we say, time has no meaning. Time has no meaning. They're, that, I, I assume this is that night. It's It's not clear. But that night, and this is where Chanel is kind of taking, um, Mustard's Last Stand and is gonna... Do you want to take a shot at that? Isn't it Mustard's Last Stand? Custer. General (laughs) Custer. That was a hot dog place on my college campus. (laughs) Wow, that's sad for you. Sorry, sorry. Keep that in, in, because that's where that... You just said, to quote Emma five seconds ago, you just sounded so smart right there. One of those things was really important to me. It was clearly a hot dog stand. But she's kind of making her last stand. This she's this sleepover alone with Gallery and is like, all right, I gotta speak. I gotta do what the other girls are asking me to do. I gotta talk to her. And she's acting crazy. And she's kind of like, hey, um, you showed me this CD of all those songs you put together, and like you're front and center. Oh, like, I forgot about this. <laughs> this terribly Photoshop. It's like a photo. It's a Photoshop thing of them all, and it's like seventy percent Raven. Yes, there are ten each of the other ones. <laughs> which is a metaphor for this entire movie franchise in general, but we'll get into that later. Both in a meta meta sense and not. It, life imitates art, folks. Yeah. Um, she's kind of like, yo, like you're getting a little out of control. Can you please run in? And this is where I thought they gave you good. Exhibition. I do agree she goes too over the top because I do think Raven has the problem in this movie for needing to be a lot of things. She's supposed to be the main character, except for I guess maybe splitting that with Adrian, and the villain in a way. She kind of needs to become the villain at a certain point, but then she's also the funny one. Like, she's doing all of she's that doing in of one comedy. character. It, like, who else is... Like, Keely has a little bit of comedy. They like, But Raven has to do all of those things. So I do get that, like... but So that's what you're saying. Like, when they play that mania for comedy, which they probably shouldn't, but, like, they have to use her for comedy because, like, Doreen does not bring in jokes. So it's like, they kind of use her for that. So then it's like, she seems crazy. But here she doesn't seem more rational. She's like... I just want to make it work. I want to get us this deal. I just got to get everybody in line. Like, you see her type anus being the driving force of, like, oh. the micromanagement. <laughs> you said type anus, but it's not like you said anus. Well, she's being an anus. She is being, well. she's, she's aware she's being an anus. She's aware. That's, she she's, seems self-aware here where she never but seems like, self-aware. And what that's my thing is that, like, you can be self-aware that you're being a bit of an anus, but also, like, you don't need to treat people like that. Yeah, no. That's, like, that's not, not a all you have to All you have to say to her is... What you're doing isn't helping. I understand the reasoning behind it, 
but just the way you're not doing it, the way you're doing going about it is wrong. And that's the problem. I'm not saying I agree with her behavior. I'm just saying mm-hmm. that's the explanation behind her behavior. Then, you know, Chanel's kind of like, oh, because she gets kind of silenced again. And, like, mm-hmm. she's like, oh, because Galleria's really confident and forceful and kind of talks her down. And she's like, it'll be fine once all this is over. Basically, they kind of get more into a heated discussion of, like, you got to, like, cool with some of this stuff you know, Dorinda is a foster kid, that she can't afford these clothes. So almost immediately after promising her that she would not tell everyone, she tells Galleria, who hours ago called her tore up, like yeah. who was a bitch to her Maybe for wearing the same outfit. Assumedly an hour, hours ago again, was, time was amazing. But it's like, that it was not a great look yeah, for Not sure. a great look for her. Also, this doesn't come back. I was expecting a big blow up where yeah. she's like, you told her. Looks said this during the break, but this movie is very tight. Like there's not a lot of extra scenes. Like they trimmed the fat on Yeah, this thing. movie's a tight hour 30, but it flows like butter. Like it just spread out perfectly. It's great. Also then Dorothea walks into the sleepover with a full face of makeup and hair done to the gods. Yet again, at what is assumably 11 p.m. at night. And she also has some handcuffs very clearly yeah, in her pocket like, because... Yeah, silky, lacy robe. She's in basic She's in lingerie underneath that robe. I was like, I literally said she's going to own that Italian man's ass later Because it's his turn to wear the handcuffs tonight, Emma. Um, oh, is it? Jackal time. It's jackal time. We'll get down. So they're, they're all back at the offices of Jackal Johnson, at Def Def Duck Records. And they're all sitting around this, uh, circular table. And the camera's doing like a camera spin around, <laughs> around them all for emphasis. And there's this lady who we've never met before, who is like their market research person. Yeah, a, a, I think. a severe older woman with bangs. And then we also, there's, we never mentioned Jackal's sidekick, but he's there for a two joke gag, men do not matter, where he just goes, the Jackal likes this. And that's it. <laughs> well, also, he will occasionally go schedule and someone will hand him a palm And that's that, the, the sidekick, yeah. usually. Jackal's chains are plentifying as his hair is the thinning. He's wearing what appear to be women's pumas um, with track pants. That's how you know he's the villain. They're and not cheetahs. Yes, they, they are pumas. And he looks like an extra in Too Fast and Too Furious. Those are the things <laughs> I have for He Jack. does look like the street racer at, yes. the, be- street racer at the beginning yes. of Too Fast and Furious. Oh, well, Fast and Furious movies. So, or a guy in like Grand Theft Auto that you hit with your car. That's the energy he's giving me. Yes, Emma, from your wide, vast knowledge of Grand that, Theft Auto. I, I took a lot to get that joke. <laughs> it was like a lot of effort to remember the name of that video game, to remember what happens in it. Um, Even though what happens in it is right in the name. The la- market research lady is like, We've found that the most penetratable... Penetratable. Not a good enough. Yeah, yeah. Well, whatever. Use penetrate. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, Vulnerable group to target right now is like youths that are around your age. So if we come at them with like a new fresh pop group, we're going to make so much money. But... We're not going to do it as the cheetah girls. And they're like... Indeed, but we like the animal vibe. Yes. Endangered species are big right now. Yes. That's the vibe. And what's even more big right now, apparently, is animal masks. Because... <laughs> Whoever in props, and by props, I mean a PA who was given 20 bucks on a trip to Hobby Lobby. <laughs> Whoever made these masks... Actually did a good job because if they're supposed to be horrible, yeah, no, I think he did a good job because he's been having these nightmares. That <laughs> he's seen them in his nightmares many a time. Because I don't know with like in the script it put these are all horrifying, mm-hmm. but if that was the direction, mission accomplished, good sir. These things are atrociously terrifying. Yeah, and so what's crazy is they're like endangered species are hot. What's happening? Which is kind of a messed up thing to say if you think about it. But he's like, so Ga- Galleria. 
you're going to stay a cheetah. And I was like, that's not, well, an, endang- not, not an endangered species. Not an endangered again, species. about the animals. And then he's like, Aqua, you're going to be a seal because This of one the was ocean. especially horrifying. Horrifying because they gave it like a walrus whiskers, mustache, whiskers. which is not a seal trait as far as I'm aware. And then someone's a panda, which <laughs> is not despite... Durin does a panda. Durin does a panda. And then the other one is a snow leopard from the far north, despite the fact they're from Asia, which also, doesn't make any sense. it too similar to the cheetah, the <laughs> mastiff. Why don't we just make them all cats? Like, they didn't want them and all And then they announced that they're going to be called Global Get Down. And they play some of, like... And then this was a good line. He goes, the letter G is huge, too. <laughs> we got those figures from our man on Sesame Street. Um, <laughs> the count. No, he does numbers. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Uh, uh, good swing. Um, can't win them all. Can't win them all. Why? Did I just try to make it <laughs> So he plays them a bit of the song they want them to sing, and it's I like... I not even do it correctly. <laughs> it's, he plays them a bit of the song they're supposed to sing, and we it's... We go all around the world. It's like techno... We go all around the world. Cans. Nobody knows. The fact yeah. you're singing this one so on top of it is sad. <laughs> I know every single one. But it's barely a song in this. But so it lives in my mind. They're like <laughs> so they're like looking around, they're like, uh, this sucks. This not a fan of this one. And the gallery is like, whoa, 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 Jackal, Jackal, listen. I'm I get that you got a whole vibe going, but maybe check this out. And this is another iconic oh. performance. Put your hands up if you know that you're a star. Yes. If you never stand up, then you know. All right, that's enough, Emma. They know what you're Girl, sing- Emma, They know what they're singing, Emma. Emma. We get it. Thank you. Anybody wants my cassettes? Just hit me up. I'll email you. Um. Oh God! Please let that be lost media. Please let that not exist somewhere. <laughs> um, this is great. This is the other time that they do some serious choreo. That I remember lo- trying to learn this dance. They play this is a music video as well. They also do the in sync. Get your time at the camera. Um, mm-hmm. this also is a very weird set. This yeah, record it's like- studio. It's recording. <laughs> it's it's very Luke. It Luke doesn't get the reference, but it's very Josie and the Pussycat Dolls. That, I've like, seen evil, that movie. Uh, you've seen that movie. It's yeah. like that evil recording yeah, company. Aren't where they it's trying all, to take over the minds of people with yes, the cat yeah, ears? Which is an but, insane plot. But it's like all that set design where it's like that's kind of like cartoony, almost like. Sterilized. I was going to say it's like a supervillain layer yes, in a way. Yes, yes. And like so, they go into a corner of the supervillain layer, and Jackal and everybody sits at a table and watches them. But then it cuts to the music video view, and it's clearly a much bigger set. It's not just the one but wall. But they keep coming back to Jansen nodding, but you can tell they made him do so they could play it as a music video because yeah. they couldn't let like his expression couldn't spoil the plot of this film. Well, no, because he doesn't matter because he's a yeah, man. he's a man. So they do this amazing performance. There's no point in summarizing it. Watch it. It's great. And they're like, see, that's what we're going for. And he's like, cool, but back to global get down. And they're like, and Galleria and Raven gives a good line. He's like, this. don't you like what we just did? Yeah, she's like, don't you like what you just did? And you can see, you feel the care in her voice. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh yeah, it was great, but I already sold the record company on this idea. So we, I can't, I'm not selling them Cheater Girls. I'm selling them global get down. Mm-hmm. And like, and so she's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I think that means... We're, we're done here. We're, we're out. There's also another beat where they talk about the masks, and they're like, how do we sing in these? And he's like, mm-hmm. oh, oh my yes. goodness. And then lip sync. And she's like, we don't lip sync. Mm-hmm. That was a big point of contention, that she's like, well, the Cheetah Girls do not lip sync. I also think that after they're performing, he's like, listen, the Global Get Down is going to make so, so, so much money. And then she's like, well, it doesn't matter. It's not who we are. And she goes to leave, and none of the girls leave either. And like, they don't um, follow her. They're like, um, actually, we're very interested in making a lot of money, and we'd appreciate it if you like talk to us. But because you didn't, we're defo staying with Jackal. You well, this was go. the scene where Aqua then gives another fucking banger yes. of a line. She goes, 
you shook the shell. She goes, you didn't handle this. Now I will. And she goes, you didn't, you like, we are a group. We make decisions together and we're going to sit here and like basically saying you can't, it's not like you get to say I'm out and we all walk out with you like your little flunkies. So that's where Aqua has, her, does have a really good moment. Um, but then fucking Raven snaps back. I, re- I guess you really, she's like, she's like, yeah, fine, whatever. And I guess you really need this dough, like to Dorinda. Like, oh, don't you remember that? that? No. And she says something to her like, oh, and I kind of get it. Like, you really need this. Because you know how it's nice to make fun of people for being foster kids? And yeah. And know. for needing money? Oh, yeah. Also, I don't know if it's come up yet, but that um, gold medal crew thing, she did the audition. She was supposed to just help run it, but then, like, they were like, hey, you're really too. talented. You should come with us. You'll make a lot of You'll make money. Um, and then she's like, but then I can't do the Cheetah Girls. I think she's brought that up, but no one cares. It really doesn't go anywhere. It's, she, she literally goes, you need this. And I was like, that is harsh, harsh. And we're supposed to be on her side because technically she's right. We don't want to sell out to the man, but that is like a Well, hard... here's the thing, Emma. As we've said before on this show, they're both right and they're both wrong. Yeah. Because they're right. She should consult them. They should talk about this. Maybe they don't. Maybe they do just want to make a lot of money. Because that's the thing. Jackal's right. They will make, make a ton a lot of, money. of money. They will achieve everything they set out to have achieved. But it won't be the but, cheater's but it's way. Just, exactly. It won't be Galleria's way. It won't be Galleria's. They're both right and they're both wrong. And we know Galleria is right because we're the audience and we've been watching this. So we want the cheater girls to become famous, successful and famous. I don't know the Galleria's right. But I know Dorothea's right. And I know that Dorothea <laughs> is advising Galleria. And I put my trust in her. So that happens and it's fucking terrifying who but then they break who sees the girls in the lobby well, is that so chanel i think she leaves and then jackal's like okay girls don't worry there we can yes, get some right, right. filler in galleria leaves and then jackal's like okay and they're like oh my god what happens now and he's like we can always we can find somebody else to fill right. our spot. and then they all walk out the, th- oh, the three of them galleria doesn't see so this galleria that's left. important galleria left. and there's just a line and again i don't know how he assembled all these young girls that quickly but there's just a massive line of like 13, 14 year old girls in the Four lobby. Four girl, girl groups. Four girl groups. And this is where like, they kind of realize, oh snap, we have an amazing opportunity here because we could be just like them. There's a million girls who want to be rich and famous in the world yeah. who, and who can carry a tune and dance. Like, yeah. We're not special. And like, he doesn't see a special like, thing in us. He's just using us. Exactly. And it's an amazing scene of where they realize like, it's both impressive because they're like, we've made it this far, but also like, they, we mean nothing. Like, yeah, we mean nothing. horrifying He didn't in a way. see us and go, oh my God, they're the best singers and dancers around. He's just looking for warm bodies. That yeah, which is weird because he, why did he feel the I need to know. call them out at the know. school as the cheetah girls? Also, I but I did like, I did like the Disney costume design of the fact that like so the cheetah girls are all wearing cheetah as per usual like they always have those accents on so then the four girl groups like there's just clumps of four girls down in the line they they all have like weird accents that cement them as a group like one group of girls just in different colored furry vests one group of girls is just in headbands like they all have to have like a, a thing that the costume is like oh, i guess that group's gonna be um a hats hats give them hats, hats. like <laughs> they're the hat girls um and that felt these are the fedora girls yeah, those are the trucker hat girls then we go back to... Chanel's apartment. Chanel's apartment. This scene is Quick, also very powerful before, and terrifying. If I may set the scene, though, the thing to set the scene is, you walk in, and I don't know if, how I didn't notice it before, there's just a giant portrait of Chanel's mom on the wall. It's very sexy. It's sexy. It's This is like... I think she was expecting Luke to come by, and she was like, I gotta put my sexy portrait out. Oh, my God. But yeah, and like they, you see, you, you focus on it for a second and yeah, they show no. it to you. It's her like, like leaning over and like she's wearing a covered shirt, but she's like presenting her yes, cleavage, yes. but so you don't see it, but it's, it's suggest, suggestive. But there's, 
this scene terrified me as a child. Like, I, my mom, for being this upset with me, like, the way they get into it. You can feel the friction. I, it is crazy. There's, like, tissue paper everywhere and the credit are, card bills. Hang on. Are we, I'm concerned. Are we making a funny show anymore? Or are we just talking about how good this movie is? I haven't made a joke in hours. I don't know if this is a funny show. Uh, I don't think it's to. funny. Is this like, a, this is like a Criterion collection yes. analysis of the Cheetah Girls. It's like, like a Ken Burns documentary. Um, Ken, I, would, I would listen to the Ken Burns, the Cheetah Girls, instead of Ken Burns, this the Civil is War. Emma Tyler listening to NPR um, but they she walks in there's like shit strewn everywhere you can see the mom has pulled out the packages and she goes what's up ma like kind of timidly and the mom goes what's up my credit card bill that's what's up great fucking line so pissed and she's screaming at her shit I trusted you I gave you my card and she's like I trusted you to like give a shit about me and you've just been flying off with your rich French Dick husband and like, or not husband, boyfriend even. Kevin and you wanna, long dick. You want to move to Paris and like, I didn't matter. And then Adrian Long gives a, dream, a line where she goes, my dreams didn't matter. And then, so they're both going at it and then the scene breaks. This, I guess, I'm actually sweating <laughs> thinking about it. Then the scene breaks and Adrian Long then goes from screaming to crying where she goes, and I've seen what it's like to not have a mom. I love you. I, and then she's crying and then the mom immediately softens because she's her daughter crying and she goes wait wait who doesn't have a mom and then is the fight's immediately over because they've realized how much they love each other and is comforting her like a good mom which redeems her other shitty behavior well done Judah Pulse <laughs> well fucking done Chris was where I cried I cried at that and it was very very powerful it's rare that a film has two Oscar moments. The first one is Dorinda, but this one is... That's why Chanel's the emotional core of the film. And it's also important... Chanel's the emotional core. She yes. ties together, keeps the other ones together. Mm -hmm. And this... She's the heart of the this team. This storyline is... Like, she has the two big emotional moments. And also, this moment is important because it redeems the mom. Because I hated the mom in the beginning. You know what I mean? And just that little thing of softening and not still being mad about your credit card mm -hmm. when you see how upset your kid is about something real. It. I will admit, this is like... The, like I, think maybe the last time we see... No, I think we see the mom a bit later. But they never resolve if they're moving to Paris or not, no. which upset me while I was watching. I was like, what's happening with that? So Raven is at the school in the auditorium. She has a scene where she's playing the piano and singing to herself. Some slow song. Heath Mick... Wait, I actually wrote down... I had a name for him. I forgot what it was. Um, oh yeah, Hearth Letter, which is one, <laughs> which is one letter off from Heath Ledger in both the one network. Hearth Letter. Hearth Letter comes up and is like, They have hey, a steamy moment. They have a steamy moment. Hey, you were right to not take Jackal Johnson's money. I want to, <sighs> the Cheetah Girls, I was always afraid if I was going to lose the Cheetah Girls. Another white man with a guitar has to give a speech about being a true artist and not conforming. I'm like, shut up. I'm like, she doesn't need your veil. I hated this scene. I, I actually, that man should have been eye candy and eye candy. He also like insults the music yeah, that she writes. Like, yeah, he's like, oh. I this white man with a guitar telling me what real music is. Like, he's like, it's that thing where, like, she does an acoustic thing on the piano and he's like, that's, there it is, that's a real artist. Like, no, Cinderella is a fucking bop, sir. <laughs> Sorry, fucking idiots. She was always doing art. He's a jackass. It literally. I hate, I hate him. So yeah, that happens. I don't even, again, I really wrote. And I just, also, I went in the we've never even seen this white man perform and he's like, I don't know what like, his name he's is. Like, he's, and he's carrying a guitar and he's like, he's like, that's not real art. Like, here we are, like, like there you are, like, doing real art. And I'm like, real, I'm like, what do you do? And what? then I what do you do, sir? What do you do? What is? It? What are your chops? And then we see in two scenes, he's a fucking rapper with a band called Sonic Chaos. Who, Get the fuck out of here. Who maybe plays the guitar as a side You're not thing? Bonnie Iver, you piece of shit. Why was he carrying the Wait, guitar? Who? 
Bon Iver. Isn't it Bon Iver? Bon Iver. That was Bon Iver. You sound Iver. like a loser. I am. I don't know music. Um, but then why would you question me? Because I was genuinely confused. I thought it was Bon, I- bon Iver forever. Oh my god. So he, they have this dumb romantic scene. It's stupid. No one cares. Then we cut to Raven and her mom walking. And Raven is wearing an outfit. And I was like, I remember this yeah. outfit. And it's an all oh pink. Oh my god! It's an all pink tracksuit with cheetah spots and a matching cheetah spot pink headband. They, Many layers. And this I, is I apparently like this is like, okay, Luke. I know you said this is a set, but I don't think it is. No, man, I, I, I think, think they're cold because, and that's how I know that a lot. This actually, you know what, guys? Sometimes I say things, Luke doesn't believe me, and I can't fucking back it up. But I actually do have proof to back up this one. Not this specific scene, but I do know that they did film some of this stuff actually outside and in a real city because in multiple shots of them running to that meeting, you can see their breath. So they are not on the set. They are outside and they are in a city. And I don't know about this, but this is definitely, I think that it was freezing outside. Why else as a movie costume designer, would you give like for the finale number girls 17 layer of clothes and like winter skiing headbands? Because it looks freaking fly, <laughs> Emma. It looks so good. No, it's their when, Not now. Not when they're by themselves. It's but when, cold. when they come together. Um, but, like, she's walking with her mom. They're in Toronto in the middle of apparently winter. Apparently, this is the day of the talent show. And she's like, so what are you going to do today, hon? And she's like, well, I'm going to go cheer on Hearth Letter at the, <laughs> at the, at the uh, talent show because he deserves it. And she's like, that's very big of you since you're not participating in the talent show because your band has fallen through. Mm-hmm. Your dreams are crushed. Etc. And she's walking her dog. That's important. Toto's there. We also do get dropped in the scene that since she's feeling so down, the mom's like, why don't we go home and watch The Wizard of Oz, which is her favorite film. That's why the dog's name is Toto. And so then she's walking towards the school. And, and a, she sees in, a window. In, in the record store. I presume it's the same record yeah. store from the beginning. There is the poster for Global Get Down. And I was like, how quickly did they get this all up? The song is out. Yeah, there's posters. I mean, it was in the can already. It was. And she's like, oh, God, it's all here. And they start playing the All Around the World song. And Toto hates it because he only likes Cheetah Girls music, as our, as we all do. And he just takes off running. And she's like chasing after him like, Toto, come back. You're going to hear something that's going to blow your fucking mind for a second. I'm sorry. I was trying to figure out where this movie was filmed. And I just looked at the production part of the wiki on this. Mm-hmm. Do you know who was supposed to play Aqua? Who? Solange Knowles. Oh. Beyonce's little sister. Ooh. Hot dogs in the bag. Swag. <laughs> that would have been weird. That would have been even weirder. That and Matthew weird. Knowles, that asshole, pulled her out. So she's chasing after the dog, what? 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 It was shot during October and November 2002 in... Toronto? Toronto, <laughs> Ontario. And Manhattan, New York City. They did no, shoot there, so there were some. There were some. There were some. But so, chase after the dog. And it was dog, also produced oh my God, by Evelyn. Whitney Houston. That doesn't surprise me at all. That's why there's so much fire. I mean... Drink of champagne is in a way has Whitney Houston. Whitney energy. wanted those those jokes in the script. <laughs> <laughs> it was almost like they wrote a character for Whitney Houston to play, and then she got couldn't do it. She's like, I'm better than this Taylor Swift movie. Get someone else to do it. <sighs> so chasing after her dog, it runs into a construction site, and there's. Some... And then I wrote a note in all caps: oh. just dog in a hole. I Does also someone say Emma, that? Emma, look at that. Does someone say? Dog I also in a wrote hole? dog in a hole. Does the cop say that? I don't know, but the important thing is she runs up to a cop and he's like, excuse me, ma'am, you can't get past here. It's a construction site. She's like, no, my dog ran past you. You also saw her. Also, I said right there, the dog ran past, the cop saw her. She's screaming at the dog. 
that fucking bastard doesn't move. I no. said defund the cops. They can't catch Toyo. And, yeah, what no, are they good for? Well, not even, that's not where I said it. I said it when he walks up, he sees the dog in the hall, and then he's like, oh, I gotta call backup for this one. And I was like, God, cops are useless, man. That's what I You need backup. Put your long arms in the hole and get the dog. Like, at least make an attempt to see if anyone has a ladder or uh, I think <laughs> someone screams dog in a hole, because Maybe. why else would I write that? Well, apparently, everyone in New York is enraptured by the story of a dog in a hole, because... <laughs> Coming up at nine, there's so we cut to the uh, talent show and we see Sonic Chaos, which is hard letters band playing band some shit. Rapping no badly. Cares. No one cares. And like we also see this the stand-up guy. Again. We see the stand-up guy, but then like we cut to like news footage and there's like there's a dog in a hole, it's guys. Like breaking more breaking eleven news. dog in hole. Breaking, like it's like you know there's been like seventeen murders in New York today, but we gotta talk about this dog being they stuck have in a hole. Cruise live in the scene for dog in a hole. And they call it Toto Watch. It's a whole thing. And they're like, we're gonna cut the power so we can get this dog out, which I don't think they would do in New York. I don't think they would cut the power also, to get one like, dog again, out. Also, like again, like just Cheetah Girls. Why did we see that guy? carrying a guitar if he was a rapper. I'm never going to look oh, that Oh, because we'll see you in a second, Emma. Oh, you're yeah, right. we'll see you in a second. But so, <laughs> they, gave, they needed that. That was it. You're but right. So this is citywide news, and all of the girls see it on their respective televisions. Chanel right? is in the little salon with her mom. Yes. And they run out still wearing curlers and foils. Mm-hmm. All that stuff. Because they see Toto's in the whole dog in a hole. <laughs> there's actually just no more refined rage. No, there's a dog in a hole. It's just that. And guys, it's time to complete the greatest arc in all of television film history. Aqua shows up getting off of the subway. Her her story. And she runs up to Raven and she's like, where is Toto? And he's like, they're working on it. Wait, how did you get here? There's traffic. And then she's like, Aqua, did you take the subway for me? And she's like, I took it for Toto, but I've overcome my fear. And also, she is also wearing... The same track in blue, with no coordination to the plan. They hate each other still at this point, ostensibly. It's almost like those were the outfits they were going to wear at the talent show, but they're clearly outdoor jogging outfits. So I don't get that. Yeah, but so they, they, I had this note. They, they're cutting the power off, which cuts off the power to the talent show. Talent show. Thankfully, we don't have to hear any more Sonic Chaos. But what's insane is then the power just comes right back on, and it's tuned to the news. And so there, everyone in the auditorium. The screens that were displaying just a logo of Sonic Chaos yes. moments ago are now displaying the news. Yeah, because that's how that works. Because I, I like wrote like that's good screenwriting. That's why everyone leaves the auditorium to come see what's going on outside. But they felt like no, they wouldn't know to instinctively leave. We gotta include a news report. And then we meet the, the best character in the whole film, who is the fireman who has crawled down into this hole. Also, can you talk about the way they're shooting Toto? Yeah, okay. Oh, God, I forgot. <laughs> so Toto is in, like, wedged between some pipes or whatever, and obviously they didn't have a camera big, small enough, like a good camera. The camera's really big, you know, to fit down there and get good shots of it. So they clearly stuck, like, whatever a 2004 equivalent of a GoPro is. Yeah, it looks like it was shot on a Verizon chocolate. It's like, <laughs> like the grainiest, most garbage and footage. And the camera footage goes from, like, beautiful shots of Raven, and then it'll pan down, and it's just shit footage of the, the dog. It's so bad. So this fireman gets down there, and he's like, I've cut some of the stuff. I think we can get him out, but he's not moving. Although they're pumping oxygen into the hole, they say, because he's barely running out of oxygen. He's not moving. Can you call <laughs> Can you call? <laughs> Can you call? Then this dog rescue cost the city five million dollars. Easy. The, the, and then he, <laughs> like it shut down a major street <laughs> and a power grid. They, this would be a disaster. 
So I'm pulling crying. And what's it saying is like, guys, we're laughing about this, but the tension is palpable in the scene. Let's not, let's not lie. So he's definitely. I, was si- I wasn't laughing. No, during, no, I was we were silent. laughing during, but we're it's laughing about it now. It's funnier than no. It is. Like, it's, it's funnier I, when you're just reading it and you're like, "This is crazy." But hindsight so, is twenty twenty. But I was so into it at the moment. Now that I'm just reading it, I'm like, "This is so not that. This is so insane." So he's like, yeah, "I gotta get your dog out of here, but he won't move. Can you call to your dog?" Also, by the way, Dorinda and Chuchi show up. Did oh, you say that? I think we maybe mentioned Chanel. Dorinda shows up, and they're all wearing the same outfit, guys. They yeah. all did this. And yeah, they're, they're everybody, all the Chews are back together. So <laughs> he's like, you need to call to your dog to get him to come to get him out of the pipes. And she's like, Toto, Toto, come on. And he's like, it's not, not working. working. Damn it. We've got a dog at home. He's like a frustrated <laughs> doctor over near our table. Like, give me more. Like, he's like, he's like the guy that like throws the paddles. And like the, the patient's been dead for like 10 minutes. He's like, no, keep going. Yes. But he's like, it's not working, damn it. And they're like... She then starts singing. She starts singing. I forget. The Shoot the moon, not the rain, even right a hurricane. And because Toto want. loves Cheetah Girl's sock, he just starts shaking. And the fireman's like, it's working. Keep going. We've got a pause. And so they, the girls then, I actually said I got chills during his acapella moment. But I wrote a note that I did because I did. They all start singing. And they're like, Together we can shoot, and they're all like singing and clapping, and then he's like, "More, more!" And they get a little louder, and then guess what, guys? The whole crowd starts singing. <laughs> they start girls, clapping, and they're like clapping with them, and then they get the dog out, and everyone's like, "Yay, awesome, wonderful, we Does did he it!" Did they get a tar here? Yes, because so then, as we said, they enter the alternate reality, which is music video reality. Yeah, where like. Freaking Raven Simone's like on top of a bus and like this collapsed scaffolding. And yeah, Hearth Letter just walks out with a guitar and starts playing it, but doesn't because he's so clearly just waving his hands over random strings I'm on not the guitar. Playing it at it's all. like it's it's awful. But then we of course get one of the most iconic musical performances of a generation. We are sisters. We, we stand together. We've already sung this. This was crazy. Also, do they forgive each other here or is it the end of this number? Or do they go right into the number? I think they go... I think there's no, a bit... No, I, I think they I forgive think, each other. I think other it's a bit of both, maybe. I think they forgive each other both before they start the number. No, I think maybe you're right, because I think the song solidifies that they're sisters yeah, and they stand yeah, together they have, always. Yeah, they reunite. There's a, so before the, the music video happens, before the Cheetah Sisters happens, there's a brief minute, and it's very tight, where like they get the dog out, and Gallery's like, thank you guys for coming, and she's like, you know, we couldn't, we couldn't leave baby oh. Toto. Yeah, there's also, in that part where they're filming, she was just being like, please, everyone in New York, just help me get my dog. And I was like, why are you asking everyone, every member of New York City, dog at all? And so she's like, thank you guys so much, like, blah, blah, She's like, you know, we couldn't, we couldn't leave baby Toto down there in that hole. And she's like, I'm, I saw the poster, like, I'm happy for you. Like, you took the, you took Jackal's deal. Like, I'm happy for you. Like, no hard feelings. No hard feelings. You're going to be amazing. And they're like, we didn't take that deal. Like, we'll have four other, like, floozies or whoever take it. Like, we took, we, we told them, like, fuck off. We're going to do it the cheetah way or whatever. But the cheetah girls are over. How does this even get resolved? Oh, no, that's what it is. Is that, like... She says, like, the Cheetah Girls are over, 
and they're all, they're all like, wait, why are the Cheetah Girls over? And then yes. she's like, well, you all hate me, and you took that deal with Jackson. And they're like, no, we didn't. We we're sticking with you. We never, like, hated you. We just wanted you to, like, talk to us about it and, and not make our decisions. And here, back to the Criterion Collection, that Aqua is, like, the fiery one, the meanest, but she was the first one to forgive her. Yes. She forgives her immediately. And is, she like, feels strong about the emotions both Yes, ways. yes, she's fiery. But then they are all reunited, and we go into the music yes. video. and every, each one of them shines. Dorinda lays down some sick moves. She, with, like, those street sweepers. Yeah, there's <laughs> street sweepers. I People joined it. I forgot. They, are, they literally. I think one of them slides across a cab at one point. Mm-hmm. There was like a bunch of fucking extra. It's a very expensive looking number. And then there's just random people that get in on it. And, and I then was they like, cut to in the middle of the performance. Jackal Johnson Johnson sitting in his thing, and he's drinking a full glass of milk. And the guy <laughs> next to him goes, "You really blew this one, Jackal." <laughs> Got, got him, I and guess. And that's in the music video performance of that. They keep that dialogue in. And then it cuts to the stage of the talent show to which drink I know. Well, no, no, hang on. So they perform just in the street. I want to make that clear. With many With other clear, people. With many other people. And then they go back to the auditorium and she's like, the winner of the talent show, the Cheetah Girls. And I said, they did not compete in this competition. They specifically withdrew from this competition. And, she, and then she says, like, it's a no-brainer. No she's brainer. like, obviously. She says, by unanimous decision. decision. And I was like, it's a vote? People vote Who on votes? it? Who votes? I've assumed it was Drinka. Uh, Whitney Houston decides. Uh, so they're like, Cheetah Girls. And I would have loved a Whitney Houston cameo. That, they win that trophy and then the ring, ring, bitch, the phone rings, and it's Jackal Jackson looking for the Cheetah Girls. Johnson. And then they pass the phone around, and they're like, tell him we're going to do it the Cheetah way or no way. And we are, like, wearing the spots of the mm-hmm. Cheetah-licious divas that came before us. There's a lot of this Cheetah talk that I cannot yeah, do. They, they, I, I, I haven't mentioned yet, but they were very clearly trying to make Cheetah-licious, like, happen more than I it did. I said Cheetah-licious. I mean, yeah, it, it did. It had its moment, but... Um, also, Dorinda says, I'm not doing uh, Gold Medal Crew, guys. I'm going to be with you. And I said, Dorinda should definitely I mean, do Gold Medal Crew. Not to be. I think she a, could use the money. It's just a tour over the summer. It's a summer it's, job. It's not a thing. They like, don't, you don't have any plans. You don't need to quit forever. You don't need to always turn down that money. Don't get that money. Get that dough. Get that dough, Rinda. Yeah. So then they're like, the, and you can tell Jackal Johnson, the Cheetah Girls are unavailable. Slam the Nokia down. Yeah. Also, she kisses Hearth letter. And um, then, yeah, the Chris Hearth letter. On the lips. Because they're the old as fuck, yeah. Luke. Yeah, yeah. And everyone in this movie's a fucking adult. And then, as you can tell by the themes and the way they look, and then there's fireworks in the shape of the words the Cheetah Girls. They're, well, CGI fireworks, yes. And that's all she wrote. That's all she wrote. That's and her it's, story. It's a tight... First story. Tight hour... God. <laughs> it's a tight hour 30 of storytelling, but my God, is it a great ride. I, I that was... Guys... Supremely enjoyable. If you're looking Supremely for something enjoyable. to touch down with in quarantine to make yourself smile, I recommend this movie wholeheartedly. It's just like a, it's like comfort food. It's and like me and Luke mm. when this thing fucking turned off. You know what Disney Plus queued up next? The second one, and I was so close well, to wanting to be fair. Play. That's also because the second one is better, as I remember. Because I, I did think this movie had a few. I'm not getting into that discourse yet. Yeah, we'll get there eventually. But yeah, that's the Cheetah Girls, everybody. It's pretty freaking fantastic. I honestly wish it was kind of. I feel like. They've kind of fallen out of Disney Channel discourse in recent years, and I think they really this deserve... This movie should get more credit. I think had One World ended the trilogy stronger, I think it definitely would have We were saying that we better. always get, like, the High School Musical, Teen Beach, and, like, the Descendants as those big, like, trilogy movies. This... There's only two Teen I, Beaches, but yes. Whatever. This 
movie should get more credit. I do think it was kind of a trailblazer before High School Musical in the oh, way that sure. in the way that this the second one was the first D- decom I ever remember being like excited for. Like the premiere was a big deal. The second one. Well, I also think this was maybe one of the first ones they realized. Oh, we can make a ton of money off. They of made them music. a real band. I mean, off of music sales and stuff like that. And so I maybe, I don't know. was no, they like they did make a ton of money. Well, they did, but I'm just saying. I, said, I feel like maybe there was one before. The I second I'm not one of. was like the most watched like decom ever until like, I saw musical, musical. Yeah, so it was like the most like. And I remember we had a viewing party. Remember we made the I was babysitting those kids. Oh, we did we have had a that. Viewing party. Yeah. It was like a big event television thing, and that was the first. That was you. I remember going in. Like maybe not this one, but I like you go into school the next day and be like, guys, did you watch mm-hmm. it? Like, uh, it's like water cooler talk for seventh graders. Yep, it was the Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, that's. I mean, there's what else is there to say? But Do you want to rate it? I mean, you know the rating. Ten. Ten out of ten. Tens across the board. Ten spots out of ten. Ten spots that's, out of that's ten. That's easy. I will actually say. Coming into this episode, I was like, I might be giving this one a nine. I feel like that would be weird for an anniversary episode, but it did have some problems. But just going over it now, like, it's just so delightful that the I just The takeaway is just so, it goes down so smooth. And, like, High School Musical, which we also gave Flat Tens had issues. We all know Gabrielle sucks. But, like, this one, it's just, like, it draws you into the world, like, where you are just along for the ride and so happy And about I it. enjoy watching these mm-hmm. people. I'm going to be honest. Sometimes I don't enjoy Vanessa Hudgens on my screen in the High School Musical franchise. Sometimes? Sometimes she's boring. Sometimes? These people are all dynamic, good actors. Yes. And parents included. Mm-hmm. All around. Good to watch. I think the worst performance is are the kids and uh, Hearth Letter, and that's it. That's all I got. Well, wait. What's What are we watching next month? Oh, know. okay. So I just... I don't know. I just wanted to mix it up. I wanted to take us somewhere that we hadn't been in a while uh-huh. and i feel like it's been a while since we've done an animated film oh i want to do tangled before ever after which is oh. the tangled decom okay i mean i don't want to but like you don't like tangled i do like tangles but it's like basically the pilot to the tv show and i've heard the tv show is pretty good so i'm sure this is good but yeah, no, that came out recently, right? It came out. Of, I remember us 2017. Covering, I remember us covering it like when it was coming out on the show. 2017, and it, Rapunzel is like my favorite Disney princess. Okay, and yeah, that's, I, I, that's I love a, Tangled's my favorite princess movie. That's a wild card pick for me. I would not expect you to go animation. Um, but yeah, we can talk about. Okay, cool. So that's our. Plan. I want to do something wild. Yeah, you definitely went wild on me. Um, all right, so we'll do that next month for September. Uh, Emma, where can people find you on the internet? Um, I'm at Emma Stone Tyler on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm at Wildfire underscore King on Twitter. You can find my Patreon at patreon.com slash Lucas Tyler. Thank you so much to everybody supporting me there. Also, you can find us on Twitter at Comedy Podcast. Give us a like. Give us a follow. We really appreciate seeing everybody talk about the show. Tweet, follow, becoming loyal comrades. Also, you should be rate and reviewing on iTunes. Rate and review us. Google Play Music. Tell it's our, us if we're Cheetalicious or not. It's our fifth anniversary, guys. Show us some of that Cheetalicious love. Also, you should check out AudioEntropy.com. All the great podcasts on there. Um, I think that's everything that we plug. Uh, I don't think there's anything else to say. But thank you guys so much for hanging around with us for five years doing this redonkulous show. Thank you so much for listening to my rambling for five <laughs> years. But Absolutely. it's been real fun. And they're showing no signs of stopping. But we'll see you in September, everybody. DCOMs forever. Bye. Meow.